Hi, Taylor. What? How are you? I'm tired. Tired? Sleepy boy? Sleepy boy gets two hours of sleep, uh, breaks an oil truck, and then goes to the Has no neck. Well, it's there. It's just not It's not all there. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. So they didn't have any explanation for how that happens? So they said it could be a variety of different things, like people who drive a lot, you know, for okay. a living. So what do I do all day in an oil truck? I bounce up and down. Yeah. So um, it's just like an erosion of the thing that holds it up pretty much, almost like arthritis. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's pinching one of the main nerves in my neck, which shoots down my left side, which makes me believe. Believe, that you you're know, having a heart attack. That I'm, that I'm dying. So, uh, on top of, I have gas issues, really bad gas issues. I'm aware I lived with you. No, 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 I no. I know, no. I'm kidding. Like, like, these are real gas issues. Okay. Like, like that's funny that because was just, that's just working pre- oil. That's just a precursor. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then on top of that, I have the worst anxiety over the last two months. Because you think you're dying. Yeah. But you're not. Well, I mean, we all are. We, we, have, we, we all are. We have to act accordingly. Yeah. I mean, so what is the next step for your neck? Did they say, like, chiropractor? I would well, think well, acupuncture might help. So that's so I went to a chiropractor today. Okay. Um, And he kind of said the same thing. He was like, we're going to keep trying this. And then if not, I got to send you to a neck specialist. And then cool. after that, you know, who the fuck I knew a few knows? neck specialists in high school. They were nice girls. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, how are you? I am all right. It's Christmas week, guys. Sure it, is. Does it feel like it doesn't feel like it came, dude? A few weeks ago, you had a whole conversation that you love Christmas, you love the Christmas yeah, season. Until I found out that I'm working on Christmas. You, and you that, have to work Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, you're an adult. What were you? What were your plans for Christmas anyway? Go hang out with my parents. <laughs> and their their plans were like, fuck him. Yeah, facts. <laughs> they were like, oh, what are we going to do for Christmas? We're hanging out with Taylor? Work. Yeah, facts. <laughs> nope. You're not coming by. No way. See, no it, way. Did, Christmas came up really fucking quick, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's weird in a year where we were stuck inside. I mean, you obviously, you were working throughout it. You worked for the majority of it. But in a year where not a lot was happening, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. social lives were more or less paused. Yeah. This year flew the fuck by. Yeah, well, because, like, you know, time flies when you hate your life, the, the, that age-old saying. Yeah, that's true. I mean, now, this year, everybody hated their lives. Everyone. I, honestly, I, I felt okay. <laughs> like, I I definitely, like, am feeling the, the concert blues, the movie blues. Like, this is the time of year I would have been at the Taking Back Sunday annual Christmas show, yeah. which is my yearly concert. And you guys obviously go to more show, shows than me, but... It, it's. I never had like that, like isolation, depression. You know what I wonder? Uh, you know, with that. What Colucci's doing? No, oh, fuck okay. him. With that thought <laughs> in a mind. A whole lot of nothing. With that thought in mind. You know, we have all these things that we do that distract us. Sure. Did a lot more happen this year, or were we just less distracted this year, and we caught on to more that was going on? Like, no. you know, from the beginning of it, you had fucking, um, you know, you got COVID, and then you had the civil unrest, and the, then you the had election. the election, and now you've got election fraud, and you've got fake news, and. and Conspiracies and QAnon yeah. and fucking Anklegate. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point because there was, despite like you know your whole social like activities being paused more or less, it was a constant state of a major cloud hanging overhead. Mm-hmm. The the cloud of COVID has been the constant one, and then there were just these little clouds underneath it. It was election. It was uh, Black Lives Matter. It was uh, you know the the election fraud. Now uh, the ele- everything, and it was just something that was even if you weren't following it. You know, day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, you had a general sense that people were pissed. And you got to watch your bullshit because you don't know what kind of psycho you're going to run into. So that's probably a big part of it. There was always something to talk about or think about, even if you didn't want to. 
Like, if you wanted to avoid the election, you could not avoid the election. Yeah, that was probably the... That was <laughs> Honestly, out of everything, that was probably the biggest pain in my ass. And it, the other thing that's crazy... That, you know, I think the most general thing that is a distraction for us is sports. And we went how long without any sports for whatsoever? While. For a while. You know, yeah. you had the, the UFC came back first. Then you had baseball. No one cares about hockey. The basketball bubble came along. And it, and wrestling never took a pause, and their ratings got worse than ever. <laughs> um, so it, it's, it's a really interesting thing that despite all the things that we use for like daily distraction and uh, uh, avenue for outlet that it didn't ever seem to like really pause. And I think that we had some fun early on when we were fully quarantined. We were playing games a lot. Yeah. We were doing the virtual shows and they were different and fun. And then you definitely get to a point where you're like, I want to go do this. I want to go I want to go sit at like when we went to the our food tasting thing. Like I said, it was like the first date the landlord and I have gone on in 9 months. Right. And it was so just so funny that all these other couples were fucking miserable. Me and her are laughing. I'm yelling that I'm going to take Molly when I get home and embarrassing her <laughs> at the place where we're getting married. Um we booked our uh, our our rehearsal dinner place today, or pretty much booked it. So that'll be fun. And I got you guys. Gro- Where's that? Uh, it's in Warwick. Okay. So um, I got you guys groomsman gifts, okay. which is cool. It'll be fun. Um, they're not stupid, are they? No, they're dangerous. Yes. Oh, what? That's better. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah, you want a dangerous one. I got you all guns. <laughs> Josh is like, I have enough. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. You don't, you don't have that kind of money. No, I also it didn't work for fucking three months. Uh, also, yeah, I bought you all guns. Uh, also, and well, let's be fair. I'll get them on the black market. Yeah, you will. <laughs> get you all legal guns. Uh, dude, your bachelor party's happening soon too. <laughs> yes, that, it's happening really soon. Yeah, like like, it, it, like in the grand scheme of things, talking about how fast the three year months. Went by, like we're not it, before we know it, it's going to be it's, here. It's three months away, and that's going to be a shit show. I gotta text Ralph because I. I still don't know anything about I, yeah, it. I, I don't heard. Think, a, I haven't heard a thing. He he showed me the house. It's really fucking nice. Well, that's cool because he's not supposed to show you. No, he's supposed to talk to us about it. Like, I, fucking, I, well, I was the one that kind of guided him on like what I wanted to do, and I yeah. sent him like places, houses, and shit. So it'll be dope. We'll um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. What are you doing, stupid? Why are you eating the floor? I don't know. Let her eat the fucking floor eat rather than hump me. Um, all right, guys. This is episode one thirty three. You watch, I listen. It is December twenty second. We're on the eve of the eve. Of the Eve of Christmas. Christmas Eve Eve? Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Yeah. But um, no, it's Christmas Eve. That's a friend's thing, right? What? Christmas Eve Eve. Is it? Is that a, is that a friend's thing? I'm pretty sure it Oh, is. like on the show, friend. We yes. should have done a Festivus special. I would have loved to have done that. A Feats of Strength. <laughs> the airing of grievances. <laughs> that would have been nice. How long would Taylor talk during the airing of grievances? Oh, my Specifically God. Specifically at be, you. It'd be a whole episode. <laughs> a two-hour episode. Not just you. Don't feel so fucking special. <laughs> Wait, I, t- I got gripes with everybody. With Josh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You said that like especially, Josh. Fuck you. Well, 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 no, no, not especially, Josh. But like, Josh, is, like, I'm like, like, don't feel special. Like, you're not on the top of oh, this. Oh, who is you? Okay, but you said I'm not. No, I'm saying, but like, you're not the primary focus of it. Who you're, is you're at the top of the list? Then how is he not the primary focus? No, because because remember, Ralph exists. Oh, yeah. true. So does Bob. So does Quaz. Yeah. No, I like Bob. Bob's been my life coach the last but, month. Everything's been good. But you, but generally, I would say Bob is at like the top of your list of people that can piss you off the easiest. Yeah, that's how you know we're good friends. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think I'm second. Yeah, I actually Quaz might be number one with everything because he's just miserable. Yeah, like he he just he just brings nothing to like, the table. Yesterday he just starts shit talking Trevor Lawrence like he sucks. He's <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't want an untested quarterback in the Jets. The Jets have more problems. Yeah, I understand, dude. But like, but yo, it's, it's but, Trevor Lawrence. But if you get a guy with generational When's talent, the last time the Jets had a tested quarterback, uh, uh, Vinny Testaverde. Uh, yeah, Testaverde. I, yeah, Favre. he was Favre. Favre. And how'd that go? Oh, uh, actually, Fitzpatrick. 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 Yeah, fair. 
Fitzpatrick statistically is one of the best quarterbacks and in the history of the franchise. He had the best single season in Jets history. Yeah. I mean, that's sad, <laughs> all things considered. I mean, but the last time they drafted a quarterback and they were still pissed about it because they didn't draft fucking uh, Dan Marino was when they drafted that O'Donnell Ken, Ken O'Brien. Kenny O'Brien. Was it O'Brien? Ken O'Brien, yeah. Ken O'Brien. Yep. And he, Ken O'Brien, he was, was okay. He was okay. He just didn't have that oomph. Yeah, he, was he wasn't a, Dan Marino. No. I mean, they had, they, had, they had a legendary game, Ken O'Brien and Dan Marino, where they passed for a combined, like, 1,100 yards. Ridiculous. Like, some stupid fucking number. Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, in the, no, it was the 80s. Oh, it was even better. Dude, exactly. Uh, um, and, you know, the Jets just, they, they foobar everything. Of course. They, we'll talk. They foobarred this week. I'm so happy. I, dude, someone on my Facebook goes, I'm convinced that the Jaguars owner paid Sean McVay to throw that game. Well, yeah, because fucking Shad Khan has stupid oil money. Yeah, he's got stupid money. It's obscene. But uh, this is 133. You watch, I listen. Uh, this week, I'm going to be reviewing Movements Feel Something. And I'm reviewing the movie Tenant. And we'll see you guys in a second. The You Watch, I Listen podcast starts now. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. A <laughs> couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. That nothing was worse when they had him eat the fucking tubs of mayo. That's gross. And he fucking... <laughs> they treated him so fucking poorly. I was listening the other day when they had uh, Paul from Munaki come in. Oh, my God. And Paul it, from Munaki's the best. And, it, and, he, and he was baby birding. Uh, Pat from Munaki. Pat from Munaki. Yeah, Pat Philbin. I'm friends with him. He has uh, he, he's like severe diabetes, and they were like force-feeding him eggnog. Oh, dude, and he so drank they two had, gallons of eggnog. So they had Bill Burr and Joe Rogan in the studio, Josh. And literally Joe Rogan from the back of the room is baby birded in his mouth, and he throws up in this dude's mouth. To like the intern. The intern. It wasn't intern? even Iraq. It was, um, oh my God, the, be- the intern that hated Sam Roberts. Yeah, I can't. Well, I mean, it's easy to hate Sam Roberts. Dude, there's a clip. I, I have to remember the fucking. Um, I love Sam. Um, like, Pat, such a um, fuck. Uh, uh, Pat is his name, was the intern. Um, but he, he, the intern, right? No, I, he had a different name. I'm, I'll well, have so to that, send you the clip. That, that sounds more like a Howard Stern thing to me. Like, um, Pat the intern. I have to. Ooh, but there's Robin, a, there's I'm going to make yeah. names. Um, I He hated Sam so much, and Sam would just fuck with him. Well, yeah, because Sam Roberts is a fucking con. Oh, he's a troll. He's a total fucking troll. Pat Duffy. Pat Duffy was his name. You the got fighter? it. No, that was Pat. That was um. Uh, oh my God, Pat Barry. Um. Uh, no, no, Duffy. The, the, the no, really, Todd Duffy. Todd Duffy. That's who it was. Todd so Pat Duffy, Duffy was yeah. his intern that despised Sam. And there, you can hear. There's a one clip in sp- specifically where Sam is just fucking with him, and he went after Sam. And uh, the fucking uh, Ken, um, what's it, uh, Club Soda Kenny had to hold him back. So was it like when Artie went after the intern? It was worse than that. Worse it than was that, really, really bad, and he was just. They eventually had to say, all right, let's see how close you can let Sam get to you. He's like, if he gets closer, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah, dude. 
good. Dude, it's a legendary. And Sam is such a good troll. Yeah, he is. He's just a natural-born shithead. So I, I love him. I love Sam to death. I didn't have a full appreciation for Sam Roberts than when I heard him uh, with the Bagel Boss interview. Oh, my God. Dude, listen. you just like I'm listening to, like, and this Bagel Boss guy is clearly fucking dumb-dumb. And Sam is just openly to his face calling him stupid, and he's just not oh, getting dude, it. Oh, dude, that made me realize everything. Um, what, about what, what about that, the bagel boss what, that, that he was a tr- that it was bullshit that it was well it wasn't even that it was necessarily bullshit just that he was such a dummy that there was no appeal to it in the first place that this guy is just a month, that and guy. well and well yeah now he's like fucking paralyzed he, he had like a really bad stroke oh, that sucks a really bad stroke maybe you shouldn't yell so much stupid yeah maybe you shouldn't be so angry about being a fucking midget you jerk off but uh but I was listening speaking of ONA I've been listening to a lot of ONA since I, I want to get into this for <laughs> so I was listening to when Mick Foley was feeding Sam Roberts steak okay yeah yeah and it's one of the most ridiculous things Josh so Sam Roberts from ONA can't he, he has the he like he has the palate of a of a he eight eats year old. chicken fingers fish sticks and, and French fries and Elio's pizza and Elio's pizza and this is a grown okay. ass man but that's I mean, all he I'll eats eat all, that's Wait, all he eats hold on. dude but like. Josh, like, th- there's there's a YouTube series of him trying foods for the first time. Like a hot dog. He only had a hot dog for the first time six months ago. Dude, he, he had a bacon, egg, and cheese, almost threw up. Yeah. Had spaghetti, almost threw up. Had a fucking quarter pounder, almost threw up. A quarter pounder? Yeah. Like, he'll get a salad with no croutons and no dressing. It's literally, like he, just, he just eats iceberg lettuce. Like, yeah. Like, he's a fucking rabbit. It's And it makes sense when you look at him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, dude, Sam, your mom definitely fucked the black guy. Yeah, oh my god, with his hair? <laughs> I know. I, I, I just, I love seeing someone like Sam who, he was this his intern that had to do grunt work, and then yeah. he became one of the best on the show, then he got his own show, that he's this wrestling nerd that parlayed it into a fucking, uh, he has his own show on WWE Network now. Yeah, he does. I mean, a wrestling podcast does really well. Uh, I mean, he, he's one that created Lonely Virgil. That was him that I mean, started that. He's, uh like, him and Jim Norton are, the, like, one of the only two reasons why I still a serious XM. Yeah, they're they're fucking great. I don't have one, but I just listen to it on YouTube. Yeah, well, piracy, baby. Yeah, of course. And then, <laughs> uh, oh god, there was one other thing. So, <laughs> Anthony set Sam down and another intern to go get when the iPhone 3GS came out. Okay, sent them down to the Apple store. So they they call into the store. Well, they they oh they call into the show from the store because Anthony wants the new iPhone. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so they get to the store and they're talking to the manager and he they hold up a like with uh, the ad for the new iPhone with the Opie Anthony show in the paper goes and he points at Anthony in the paper and says, see this guy? I'm buying the iPhone for this guy. They try to get the manager on the phone <laughs> because they won't let him buy the phone because he has to be there to do it himself. Yep. Anthony did not want to sit in line. So now they're coming up with chance to, to for Sam to say in line. And the funniest one, and I'm just saying it because that's what they said, and I'm repeating exactly what they said. They said, we're here we're queer. We want the iPhone 3GS. <laughs> and they started chanting it in the middle of the Apple store Dude, in New York City. There's a really good one um, of uh, Bobo called him while he was a DMV. Oh, God. And they told they just said, uh, put it on speakerphone, and Anthony just started yelling out, let me to the front of the line because I am white. <laughs> yeah. and, and in New York City, he's a DMV. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, my God. But, uh, Taylor, how was your week? Um, really busy. I, uh, I I worked all weekend. Worked through the snowstorm. Worked through the snowstorm. Worked all weekend. About uh, twelve hour days both days, and then I've been working ever since. It's it's really just been nonstop. It's you your know, grind, man. Your but, winter grind. I mean, uh, and I feel bad even just saying this. Like, I, I, like I'm very fortunate because a lot of people have lost livelihoods. They've lost jobs. They've lost everything that they've worked hard. And some people for. lose their jobs and they'll go looking for a new one. You know, they're confident with just watching Twitch streamers and donating, you know, subs to other fucking shit. Only fans. And only... F- oh, God. Uh... Yeah, I didn't want to... I didn't want to say that. I'm glad you did. And, uh... Someone had to. Yeah, someone had <laughs> yeah. to. And, uh... 
You know, I'm for it's it's just fucked up. Everyone's losing their shit, and and you're I, making more money than ever. I've made more money this year than I ever thought I could possibly make. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then like I'm doing grunt work, and like you know I'm taking some, taking steps up, and in in and work. All, all meanwhile, anxious that you're dying. Yeah, it's a good distraction. Not not really, because you think the job's killing you. Because it is. <laughs> so just you're damned wait, if dude, you do, damned. Dude, bro, just go back to Best Buy, bro. Just wait till I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be. Well, then you can make someone else work on Christmas. Me, everyone's a boss. Yeah, that, I don't Who? like. Uh, I'll come work for you. Only no, I don't want you work. Dude, for let me. <laughs> no, listen, I'm being honest with you because I already know how my how my brain works, and when I have a little bit of power, I abuse it. So oh, when, good, so, good. So, I'm, so when I'm, the, gonna... I'm in the private sector. Fuck you. I don't care. That's so true. what basically like everyone's gonna quit. It's gonna be you. You're gonna be stuck working more. It's fine. You're going to get three fucking no heat calls in one hour, and you're going to have to go to all of them. That's fine. That's more money for me, dude. <laughs> more money. Yeah, but everyone's going to be complaining. Uh, I called you six hours ago, and you haven't gotten here. I'm still on the first job. Yeah. There's a guy that I haven't gotten to in eight hours. Yeah, when, dude? It's not an emergency. <laughs> fucking put a blanket on. It's not my it's fucking... Not, it's, 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 not, it's, it's negative it's, 10 degrees, bro. and it's an 84-year-old woman with two cats that are about to eat her when she dies. That's different. I go there first. But, <laughs> okay, once, but, once, but when someone calls and says, my hot, my hot water is not on, well, sorry, bitch. I'll see you tomorrow. You should have left your pipes running, stupid. Yeah, stupid asshole. Josh, how was your week? Uh, sucked. Just work. Yeah, man. You know the uh, the storm happened. Bunch of people called out. My boss turned into a psycho. Were you and, stronger uh, than the storm? No. Oh, shut up. With <laughs> no, I was not. Uh, and it's just created a, a major headache in my life for the last three, four days. So uh, fuck it. Lovely. I, I my complaints comparatively are like I'm I'm stuck inside in the office and I have to just make phone calls and I hate it. But and it's also like the week when no one is like hiring, so it's like what's the point of me just, calling people? Just this particular week. Just, like, well, no, it's just like it's the end of the year, so everyone's like we're gonna wait for the new year because that's when the new quarter starts. You right. should just like not, you know. Uh, announce who you are, like where you're from. Just say, hi, this is Dan. I've done that. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's, uh, my name's Dan. I was just hoping to talk to the person in charge of hiring. Oh, no problem. Dude, and then you get through. Dude, dude, there was one time when I was working a sales job kind of like that where you just had to cold call people. I remember they gave me, not a script, but they gave me an outline of like what to say and like how to present, how to present like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. To the buyer or whatever. Get, get down. And, uh, all right, fine, just stay there. I like I that. Get, get, fuck. get down. It's fucking <laughs> James Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember I'm going through like, the sh- like, like the shtick on the phone and I fucked it up so bad I literally just said halfway through the pitch I go I fucked this up and I just hung up the phone <laughs> I did that a few times that selected ticket where I like when I was doing sales like I started out and I just started stumbling I didn't have a script but I just realized I was stumbling over my words and I'm like I gotta go yeah, and I dude, hung up <laughs> but I'm not even talking about like you know doing a script or doing a pitch or anything like literally just picking up the phone and saying hi this is Dan and then seeing what the reaction <laughs> is on the- oh, I do sometimes at work like I'm not like paying attention to what time it is like okay now it's business hours and when the phone rings it's not necessarily yeah sure sure like an an intercom just pick up hello i just pick up hello oh Uh, i I, um, oops hi (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah this long shot what's up i I, I, listen i've done that a bunch of times where it's supposed to be like you know oh hi mike hi hi, micah how may i help you and i'll be like yeah what I've done that a couple times, like you know, like hey, like, like what, okay. what do you, like, what do you yeah, want? I got one like, for what, you. Like what do you want? At, at Selected Ticket one time, um, the the company phone was ringing, and then at the same time the landlord was calling me, and I went to go pick up that call, but I picked up the company phone. And I said, "Hey, babe, what's up?" And they were, like, they were like, "I'm looking for Joe," and I was like. <laughs> 
Okay. And I didn't even transfer. I just hung up. Because I was like, now they're going to have to call again. They're going to forget I just called them babe. So, anyway. Just immediate, like, your butthole puckers. Oh, what do I do? That's panic, like, panic, panic. Everyone panic. had that moment where they uh, at least knew someone that called the teacher mom in elementary school. Right. Yep. And you always laughed at so, that fucking jerk off. So, I was thinking of other stories. Because I was like, I, I have, there's been a lot of panic this last two months with me. So, I sure. was thinking of other times I've panicked that have been hilarious <laughs> in hindsight. And mo- most of them occurred in high school when I was playing sports in like big time games. You were like Anthony Soprano Jr. when he got found out he was captain and he fainted. I was I wasn't that <laughs> no, I know. I, I wasn't that bad. But anyway, so there was one time we're playing Manchester Regional up in North Halden and you know, I'm a junior and I'm I'm a starter, but some of, we sat some of our starters cuz we had made the playoffs. And so some of the juniors that never played all that much were playing on varsity that week cuz Manchester sucked and we ran through them it wasn't a big deal. So the tight end who um, uh, his, uh, this kid named Tim, he's a cop now. And he comes up, and he's the tight end, and he walks up to me and goes, Micah, who am I blocking? I go, I don't know. <laughs> right? And so he goes, I don't know. Well, I, I say, I don't know. And he looks at you, and he looks at me, and he goes, who are you blocking? I go, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, literally, when I played offensive just, line, I didn't know You just my blocked whoever was there. You didn't follow elbow, your dude. zone blocking scheme. Well, just be- like, oh, number uh, 72 is in front of me. I'm going to go after him. Well, because our blocking scheme was from 1972. Yeah. So it was just, listen, it's just double just down bulldoze, to the just backer. Just bulldoze, yeah. Because at fourth go and, for a pancake block. Fourth and 15, draw. That's how fucking <laughs> stupid my fucking coach was. Was it Adam Gase? <laughs> listen, Adam Gase is a better coach than this dumb fuck. <laughs> this motherfucker thought of be a good idea to put a five foot two quarterback in when what? all of our offensive line at the time was six two, six three, six two, six two, and six one. Even Doug Flutie was like five eight. Dude, this guy was <laughs> tiny, right? And when I tell you this home the homie gave up six fucking turnovers in the state championship game. I peaked in high school if you can't already tell. Yeah. And they gave six fucking turnovers. Number one defense gets number one offense and we fucking lose and I just throw my helmet and I go, you're full. I, I, I do like those stories about just, like, when it's something that normally, like, if someone explained it to you, you would say how you would handle it, but then you just have that panic, and you don't know why. We've all been there. It's uh, happened to us. I tend to, like, say things I shouldn't say, like when I told that guy, I guess the odds aren't in your favor at Best Buy. Oh, the old guy? Yeah, that one was just, like, out of body, and I was like, what? I was, I, I was looking at myself, like, what the fuck did you just say, stupid? <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally punched a customer in the face at, Petch, at Best You Buy? did, and it, it, it brings me when I punched the old man in the face after seeing 1917 in the movie theater. That was awesome. That was bad, dude. I, I decked that dude pretty good and then I was like, sorry! Have a nice and day! And I, I ran away like Michael Sarah and Superbad. <laughs> yeah. They realized that they're walking the same way just sped up. Dude, th- this... Then I went to Outback. Dude, this, this guy <laughs> came in... Want, want, you always. Yeah. This, this guy came in wanting to buy one of those like movable AC units, portable AC units and he wanted to open it up and take a look at it so I'm trying to pull like those plastic... Oh, off. you did so, the fucking Helga punch. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> I, so I pull the plastic off and I you know we get up, he looks and he goes, that's fine, I'll take it. So I go to put it back, and I go to put the plastic back. My hand slipped, and when I tell you, just straight backfisted, oh, like right dude. in the jaw, bang. He was cool about and it. And I, tur- I turned around. I literally put my hands on my hips, and I, I turn around, and Gary's looking right at me. <laughs> did you, did you and, just and, punch And I customer? literally, I look at him, and I go, "You're gonna fire me, aren't you?" And he goes, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "I think I just punched that guy in the face." <laughs> and he turns around, he looks at Good. me, and he goes, "Did you hit him hard?" I go, "Yeah, I hit him hard, hard enough, like, dude." I was pulling fucking hard, and the guy turns around, he goes, "No." He's like, one, two, he's counting his teeth, making sure I knock his fucking teeth out. One, two, no, you're good, man. It's an accident. It slipped. And Gary looks at me and goes, 
you lucky fuck, man. Because if, like, if I broke the guy's teeth, I was. I, what, what was he supposed to do? No, don't do that again. Yeah, no, dude, you're out of here. Hey, you get your damn hands off her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the, that's the greatest picture of you after Big Boy P at the Oh UFC. my god, I was fucking hammered in the bathroom. That hey, was you. Get, I just walked up to you. Get you. You know, just I meant to send it to you the other day, but it popped up in my memories on Facebook was when your back was fucked up at Best Buy. Oh, I and leaned he, over and the fucking ponytail guy. And I just saw him lugging, lugging around all day, and he's like having trouble taking deep breaths. I'm like, you all right, dude? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm gonna see how long I can get through. And then I see him with the customer, and he's by the CDs, and he's leaning against one of the fucking beams, and he's like talking to the guy like this, like. You can tell he's kind of sweating because he's in pain. And he looks up and he just sees me taking a picture of him. And he's like, fuck you. Dude, there's so many fucking silly Best Buy pictures I found, like, going through my phone. Oh, dude, I have so many. There's one of Josh T-Bowing in the middle of fucking media. Yeah. There's another one of all of us wearing backpacks and Steli getting pissed. Yeah. (laughs) Steli got so mad at Backpack Day. He hated Backpack Day. Because Steli's Steli's no fun Steli sometimes. I know. It's so funny because when we do the rankings in our group chat, he's he's number one always. Yeah, because... Because it, like that's why you. It's one it. and Justin's last. It's so. always seen by always seen by Mike Stelmanzi. He doesn't say. He doesn't say. He, he, just, he, he chimes in uh, an average of once every two weeks. Facts. I would say. Big facts. But um, all right. Why don't we get into reviews? Um, I'll go first because R- Josh also watched Tenant. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gave me the band Movements. I knew nothing about them, and the album feels something. You wanted me to highlight the song, uh, Day D- Lily. Yes. Um, so how would you describe this band again? Like what genre? See, this is what's hard because it's hard yeah, to dude, exactly. put them down to one because they're a mix of like three different things. I would it's agree. Like, it's like indie, screamo, punk rock. Yeah, and when you said screamo, I was expecting more screaming. Is she humping me again? Yes, that's two for two. Two weeks Josh, in a row. she's humping me again. Yeah, Josh, yo, Lacey's just humping Dan. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, cool. If she it's does that again, get a video, please, Josh, yo, to show that, the landlord. Establish dominance, Lacey. I guess so. Hopefully she doesn't come on me. That is fucking amazing. Um, so I didn't know how to like pin- come on me. <laughs> I didn't know how to pinpoint the, the genre of this album either because it has like an indie feel to it. It's got like a screamo feel, although it's not a full-blown scream. It's more no, of like a, a, a raspy sing kind of. Yeah, like um, I really, really like this album. Album. Mm. Um, it falls just short of a five for me, but it's pretty close. I only gave one song a three. Everything else was four and fives. Yeah. Um, lyrically, fantastic. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting fucking molested again. I'm just making sure. Um, so li- lyrically, it's fantastic. Musically, it's really good. Um, and you know, there's times with music where I think, okay, there's times where bands and their music specifically that they do like some really cool shit. Like I, Foxing was brilliant musically. Yeah, facts. Then there's some where they kind are reserved and you could tell that they're not going their full out but it's still very good that's how I would describe this one musically very very good musically yeah. but nothing that's completely showing off or spectacular um, full circle I gave a four good opening track lyrics are really good the music's great third degree was very solid and then progressively I like the album more and more <laughs> colorblind was a five um, day lily the one you wanted me to highlight yeah. it's fucking fantastic the pacing is great where it starts out and he's singing very mellow and then in the chorus he amps it up yeah. and and the pacing of the song changes. Love that. Deadly Lull, you got three straight bangers, another really good song. Fever Dream, another five. Great, hauntingly depressing and a, depressing and a very lyrically real acoustic song. Depressing. I'm all about acoustic songs. Um, yep, there it is. There it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Suffer Through was a five. Lyrics are great, yes. and the progressions on it musically are fantastic. Um, the weakest song for me, which was a three, was Deep Red. It's still really good, but th- that's the only song where I found the lyrics to be a little heavy-handed. Yeah, I mean, that's most bands in that genre. Because for sure. They're lumped into the punk rock, like pop-punk kind of-ish. Send that you to me, I Josh. Mean? So, like, they're lumped in yeah, by I association. Yeah, I would say that was the one where, only one where I was like, it's still really good, but mm. it's the one that was the most heavy-handed. Other than that, I thought lyrically that they were pretty complex. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, my favorite song on the album, this is the one that gets the six, is Under the Gun. Um, it's the heaviest to the to, on the album. Um, the lyrics are great. The progressions are fantastic. I fucking loved this song. I listened to this song when I first listened to the album like six times in a row. I was all about it. And Submerge, it's a slowed down, great way to close out the album. Another great piece of songwriting. This is, Josh, you would love this album. It's fucking fantastic. I'm going to give it a 4.8 out of 5. Um, and it's it's only because of the one that's a 3. It's the only song. Uh, and it's not even a bad song at all. No, I it's know just, if that If that song is removed from the album, it's a perfect 5 out of 5, maybe even 6 out of 5. It's a fucking great album. I really like these guys. I want to dive into their catalog more. I listened to the fuck out of this album this week. It's it's a really good album. If you if you like this that much, you'll really enjoy the second one. Okay. Because I, I think you're a bit, you're not a fan fan just yet, but I think you're close enough. Where oh, dude, I would go see these guys live in a heartbeat they're, if I was allowed. They're, they're, yeah, right. They're uh, they're a very good time live. Their new album is even better than that. Cool, dude. I really like this one though. It was a really cool album. Sweet. Um, at no point did it feel like it was trying too hard. Um, because I think when you blend genres, you can sound like you're trying to do too much. Yeah. And they didn't feel like that at all. They feel like they're their own independent thing. There's a lot of influences there. Like, I heard a little bit of Thrice on the songwriting, a little bit of Thursday in there, yeah. um, uh, which I love Thursday. I love Thursday. Um, so, I, I really like this album. I'm going to give it a solid 4-8 out of 5. Sweet. All right. Josh, so, you watched Tenet also, yeah. correct? Well, I was going to say, because sure the, the last time I heard someone mention Thursday, it was on Twitter, and that certain someone said, oh, uh, Thursday's opening for My Chemical Romance. Was this 2006? You don't remember what the fuck Thursday was back in 2006, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, was that Colucci Send also? Fucking nose hair, <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Listen, and I, I listen, and I say this with love, right? He's a good dude, but fuck him. Is he? I don't care. Fuck you. Don't, 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 don't fucking text me tour updates. I know. I get him. I get him before. I get him a day before get you them before fucking you. get him. Stupid dick. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking ass. All right. Let's Tenant. go. Tenant. Josh, watch it also. Yeah. I watch it again. I, this is the third time I watched it. So. Okay. So Tenant. Starring uh, Denzel's son, also known as Ricky Jarrett from uh, Ballers. Uh, what's his real What's his real first name? Um, it's John David Washington. John David Washington. and Robert Pattinson. So that means what? That means so he's got three names. So is he gonna like assassinate someone soon or something? That usually what happens. A, you have three a, names. It's a, a three namer is usually a problem. Yep. So this movie is very good. It's fucking bonkers, it's dude. very good. It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, dude. I, I need to watch it If again. I watched it on medicine the first time, I would have been so confused. I really wish I saw that in the theater. Oh, dude. In IMAX, that yeah. shit was bomb. So, bomb. I, I, I had it on my I had it on my 4K and I had it turned up to about 11. <laughs> I was good to 11. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that fucking thing was so confusing. My only issue with the movie, genuinely, Let me is guess. that Okay. The understanding what they were saying. No, no. Okay, that was no. the one that everyone seemed to have. No, no, no. I, I, I had I had less time understanding Bane the first time because assholes couldn't save me seats. <laughs> but uh, it, I'm never letting that go. I know. And, uh... But no, really, it's really what the problem was was that I feel like I've seen this movie before, but it was done better than the yeah, previous Yeah, it's Christopher movie. Nolan, yeah. Because this is very much... 
Inception, Inception style confusing with storytelling, mm -hmm. and it's very Looper. Yes. Ryan Johnson Looper. It's, it's a mix of um, Inception, Looper, and a James Bond espionage story. That's a, how I would describe it. A good one. Yeah, a good, a good James Bond, not Moonraker. Right, a good one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, let me, just, let me just start from the top. Um, I don't really want to explain too much about the plot. You can't. I don't think. I think you'll you confuse everyone because I'm gonna confuse myself. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really need to watch this again. Um, but as far as being from a cinematography standpoint, which is really something I like, you're more of an audio guy. Yeah. I love the visual. Sure. And when it's shot in in a particular way, like how Christopher Nolan shoots every single one yeah. of his movies, I instantly love. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, visually, there's no one that comes close right now for me to yeah. just that visual aspect where he doesn't take cheap shots. He's not heavy on the CGI. Yeah. It's practical effects. Which is and, what I love. And he helps make you feel like you're in the moments in individual movies. Yeah, so I do want to highlight one particular moment where it was a genuine oh shit moment because didn't see it coming at all. So... Uh, Denzel Washington's son. I'm just going to keep saying that. <laughs> That's fine. I get it. Denzel's son. Denzel's son. Let's call him uh, DS. DS. <laughs> DS. All right. DS or DS Light? DWS. DWS. So DWS is, you know, he's working for like an He's working for like this, like this company that is, they're trying to extract this guy from the fucking Russian opera house. Correct. And while he's extracting this person of interest, he gets shot at by somebody, but then the bullet comes is is the bullet is pulled backwards. It's pulled yeah. backwards through time, and th then he gets recruited to this uh, government. Well, I guess this private company. I I don't really know. It's like exactly. an undercover op operative. Correct. So and they're called Tenant, right? So now Tenant is all about relativity with uh, you know and time travel really and how these bullets are made in the future but they're being sent from the future to the past yeah <laughs> see when even like I know I saw it three times the first time I saw it confused I'm, second time got it third time oh I know everything that's happening so and but when you say it like that I'm like what the fuck are you talking about right it, it sounds it sounds like I'm hopped up on medicine and I'm explaining a scene from Twister you're the again. dude in New York City that's got like just in his underpants that's telling you about Jesus Christ coming back that's what you sound like that's well <laughs> I've, I've definitely sounded worse <laughs> yeah probably but, uh, look worse too yeah <laughs> Not depends who you ask. <laughs> yeah, true. So really, that's as far as I want to go with my explanation I, I of it. I, I, I think there, what you focus one, on is the scenes. But there's one oh shit moment where JWS meets future JWS. DWS. DWS. Same thing. <laughs> and literally, I went, wait Oh, wait, when they fought each other? I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. And then you find out the guy that saved him in the opera house was him yeah. in the future Dude. but then it but then it but then here's here's where the looper part comes in cuz that closes yeah, the, the, loop. the loop yeah you know what i'm saying so it's a very good movie Dude, so specifically that third act when yes. all the shit was going down my jaw was like holy shit didn't skimp on the action my favorite thing about it is that when it starts it starts and it doesn't it doesn't stop, stop. it's two and How a half hours of what the even fuck even when they were just like repelling up the building him and robert pattinson i was about it Bro, how great was robert pattinson in this i was this close I was this close to like literally just if this dude just face plants on the side of the building, <laughs> I was gonna fucking dude, die. Dude, I was like, I watching that, I was like, dude, Pattinson could be bombed because he's got like the sophisticated, wise ass thing down. Yeah. But Josh, what did you think of it? I loved it. It, um, it was fuck, yeah. fucked. I gotta watch it again to like really like embrace it you all. You know, beat some of the confusion out of my head. Uh, I dropped but, um, oh, you're fine, no. no, I was just, I thought it hurt some buzzing. No. Um, you heard the, 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 
Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. The spring. Um, th- yeah, there were a lot of really cool action set pieces that I loved. The whole fucking fight at the end Dude. at the uh, at the blast site. Oh my god. Um, you know, when, when they get there, and it's just like, it's bedlam. There's just people shooting in random directions. I don't know who they're fighting. They I'm, probably I'm, don't know who I'm they're fighting. I'm also just thinking about, like, when I was watching it, the way they had to choreograph that when he fought himself in the airport. And this motherfucker, Christopher Nolan, bought a plane just to crash it, which is some of the most boss shit you could do. Yeah, that, but, that, that's fuck money shit. Dude, but the way they filmed that fight scene, I was floored. I was yeah. like, holy shit, the level of choreography. And then when you see, like, what, it, what Robert Pattinson saw it was him, future him or whatever. I was like, God damn, this mother... So Christopher Nolan, he has a very big theme in his movies. It involves time and a woman at the central conflict of it. Almost always. 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 There's almost always a woman at the central... Listen, I love the idea of time being fucked with. It's why Looper's so good yes. and Interstellar and Inception, but... Back to the Future. Back to the Future. <laughs> Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot, Hot Tub, tub time, time Machine, machine too. 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I had a feeling you were going to be like all about that movie. And again, I, I, I'm sure when you saw it, you're like, damn, I wish I saw this in IMAX. So you know how great I felt when I texted Justin and I go, Justin, have you seen Tenet yet? And he goes... No, I've I, I've been bad, and I go. I saw a movie before you did, dude. dude I told him I'm gonna be the cunt. I oh, t- fuck you. I saw a movie before Justin. Yeah, I, did. I, I told him that. weeks yeah. ago it was available. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that soon. No. Doesn't. Well, that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But soon he just saw Wolf of Wall Street for the first time four months ago. It's true. I still think my favorite making Josh watch stuff story was like he's like ah oh, uh, Grand he's, Torino. He's like oh I gotta go. No 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 no. no. You never seen Grand Torino yet? And he was there for two hours. Yeah, Grand Torino. he was like yeah. Halfway dude. through the movie, he looks at me. You know, after the scene where he's in the VFW saying the. The you know the jokes that you really can't say yeah, anymore. Yeah. Any like you, get me another beer, dragon lady. Yeah, <laughs> he says something super racist, and Joshua turns around and goes, "This movie rules." <laughs> yeah, Josh, what's that about? No, it wasn't because it was racist. It was just because like, it was so it wasn't, inappropriate. It was unexpected and so over the top yep. racist. Yep, that movie fucking rules. I um, I mean, Clint rules. Clint yeah. fucking rules. I like his his most recent one that he was in, The Mule, was a pretty good movie. I was gonna say I just saw that recently. It was pretty it. good. It wasn't great, but it was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, I think Trouble with the Curve is better. No, oh, shut up. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Dude. It's like Million Dollar Arm. That movie sucked too. Million Dollar Arm. That was one with John Hamm where he went to India to recruit cricket players to play baseball. It's based on a true story. Want to know what was great about the movie? What? When it was fucking over. Oh, cool. It sucked ass. That was John uh, Hamm's got a huge hog though. That, oh, well, <laughs> everybody knows that. There was actually I meant to tell you about this scene on Community where um yeah Abed is do, he says something about doing his Dom Draper and they cut to Annie like making a face like they broke the fourth wall referencing that she was. On Mad Men oh, and yeah. had a relationship well, with th- that's com- community is very meta. Yeah, very so meta. They do that. All but right. Anyway, so my rating. Yes, please. Is in nine six. Nine six. Fair. It's and no- I'm uh, even though my list is coming out next week for the top ten movies. Uh huh. I'm not telling you where it is, but this is in my. Top <laughs> I list. would I would think so. I mean, when I saw it, I was like, "There's no way any of these dudes are going to dislike this movie." I'd be great. shocked if all of them didn't love it. Yo, the, uh, the car chase was wild. the car chase it, was in fucking great in reverse. I, I literally watching that and just you know being in IMAX with the building shaking. My jaw was like this, like yeah, it was wild. It, Christopher Nolan makes true like experiences. Well, yeah, it's, well, he did Dunkirk too. Right? Dunkirk, dude, it's just so, well, yeah, Dunkirk, uh, Interstellar, the ba- the Inception, movies. the Dark Knight trilogy, yeah, uh, Memento, Memento, Prestige, Prestige is great, dude. Oh, fucking, great. he's actually. I just saw it today. He is in the process of writing a video game. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Make right. me an interstellar video game. I'll ride those fucking waves, cocksucker. I'm fucking in. <laughs> yeah. Yo, imagine you got to do combos down the massive wave. Yeah, dude. Wait, like it's fucking SSX. You got to. You got to get the instead of skate letters, you got to get surf. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but then what? What? Yeah, you get surf, and then and 
then uh, Kelly Slater's an unlockable character. To nice. I'd rather be AC planet. Slater. AC Slater. From Saved by the Bell. I know. Um, well, all right. If you're AC Slater, I'm Mr. Belding. Okay, that's fine. You I, can be I, Mr. Belding. Like Mr. Belding. Mr. Belding rules. He's on It's Always Sunny, the episode yeah. when Mac is mad that he didn't get molested by the gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wasn't I cute enough? He comes in wearing high shorts. That was my name in our Best Buy HPG group chat. Molester? For, no. It, no. Oh, oh, sorry. No, you're, you're a terrible person. <laughs> is uh, fucking Mr. For whatever, everyone's Mr. like. Mr. Belding? It was just Mr. Belding and a picture of Mr. Belding. I don't know why. It was it was like my it was like my Twitter thing the other night where it was just everything was Zool. Zool, yeah. Only just, Zool. <laughs> in the group chat, we just started sending <laughs> Zool back and forth. I liked when I came up with the names of the books for everyone. Oh, yeah. You started it. Then I kept going. The best one was for Bob. <laughs> Bob Tulevsky. <laughs> Dude. Did Dan. you see that one, Josh? It said, Bob Tulevsky, not a baseball story, but ahead in the count, 1-0. Dan. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> That is funnier than it should be. That is fucking brilliant. There are a few times you're. I will genuinely say that to you. That is brilliant. Oh my god. Oh, that was Dan, funny. I am. Listen, I have no problem saying. It. I'm high off my ass reading that, and I am fucking dying. Dude, I wasn't high and I was dying. There's rare times where I'm just laughing at something I say. That time I was like, I even told the landlord next morning, and she was cracking up. Not a baseball story, but ahead in the count, one zero. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. Oh, my God. That's fucking All amazing. All right, Taylor, your pick Ooh. for this week. It's Christmas week. Um, I'm not going to give you a Christmas movie, but I'm going to give you something fun. All right. Lighthearted. It's only like an 85-minute movie. I like that. It's on Hulu. It came out, um, I think I want to say back in like July. Okay. And um, I was shocked I liked this because I wasn't the biggest fan of the lead star, but um, it's, okay. uh, it's with Andy Samberg. It's called Palm Springs. Oh, uh, is this on Hulu? Thing? It's on Hulu, yeah. yeah. Um, this is next to King of Staten Island, I think, the best comedy of the year. Oh, you told, yeah, I remember you said that. You're like, I fucking hate this guy, but it's a good movie. Dude, it was really good. Um, so the premise is really simple it's it's Groundhog Day. It's he, really? this girl is at the wedding of her sister. Um, she meets Andy Samberg at the wedding. Then something happens that involves J.K. Simmons, who we all fucking love. J.K. Simmons rules. Simmons, and then they get caught in a time loop. And they're repeating the wedding every single day. And it's about the relationship, trying to get out of the time loop. It's a really simple, straightforward movie. But goddamn, if it wasn't fun, it was very well written. Yeah. Uh, the girl in it, she actually has a small part in The Sopranos. She plays Johnny Sack's other daughter, not the one Allegra. It's uh, Krista Milioti. Yes, mother. yes, correct. Yeah, the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Yeah, correct. She's um, so fucking cute. I'm uh, gonna she, watch this dude, it's great. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's a great fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, she's bad. Uh, there... So the first like 15 minutes Like when they're at the wedding And then they're like Going to hook up Something happens That I was not expecting That made me spit out My fucking drink really? And I was like Alright I'm in on this Fucking movie So the pick for this week Is Palm Springs Alright cool So for my pick this week uh, We're gonna go back To metal music Alright let's go um, This band is actually Should've given me A Christmas album <laughs> Okay, Michael Bublé Christmas, <laughs> bro. Don't even go talk listen to fucking Pompeii again, dude. I I love Michael Bublé Christmas. Don't you dare talk shit, Michael Bublé. Yeah, Bublé. Yeah, you know. like the seltzer, like the one that I gave you. Yeah, and you didn't I've, finish? I've been buying. No, I've been buying those like crazy. Right, it's great. Yeah, right? it's the really Blackberry? good. It's really good. Actually, like not the only time I've ever been truly mad about like you know, like you. Josh, not finishing the Stone Cold beer. Oh fuck you, dude! I was so <laughs> mad at you. That Broken Skull IPA was so good, and I'm like, I'm cleaning up after you guys left, and I the, the beer. <laughs> dude, the beer is full. <laughs> then this cocksucker <laughs> should talk to me drinking a Bud Light last week. He won't drink a fucking IPA. That's my favorite thing when Josh. Listen, nothing for nothing. I know you like your beer. 
year. I've known you 10 years. He looks Coors Light. He, he's always been, but he's always been that way. A cunt? I'm fucking consistent, man. I drink I'll Coors Light. I'll drink Miller Light if Coors Light is not available. And, and Smirnoff Triple Black. And if I'm feeling a little bit froggy, I will drink Molson. fucking Molson. Miller High Life, the you, champagne of beer. I seen you I seen you throw back a six-pack of Molson, and I've never seen you more fucked up. Oh. Yeah, dude. And, six drank, and then Molson. I drank three more fucking White Claws after that. <laughs> yeah, drink the White Claws. The Molson turned me into a White Claw guy. Nah, dude, he's drinking Coors Light because Bud Light won't pay you and Yeah, because it tastes like fucking water. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'll drink Coors Light, but... I drink, I drink Coors Light to hydrate. Yeah, I, dude, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to sober up, I'll have eight Coors Lights. Yeah, well, to be fair, I do prefer the banquet beer to Coors Light. Yes, I agree, I, I agree with that, agree. but it's still not, like, it's, it's a good beer to just, like... Casually drink. It's Hang not a good out. beer, though. I've never been an IPA guy. I've never been a That's fucking micro. You won't drink guy. Corona, though? I'll drink Corona if it's okay. there. All right, acceptable. Coronitas. Cor- Cor- Coronas <laughs> are the best summer beer by I, far. I stopped drinking Corona, not because of Corona, but because I had a land shark for the first time, and I'm an adult. Land sharks are really good, land too. Land shark is fucking amazing. Uh, it's better than... I'm not even like trying to like, be a dick. Like It's better than Corona. See, I, I'm... Listen, I will drink beer all winter long. Uh, but I can't drink beer in the summer anymore. It's White Claw summers for me. For I know. I sent I sent that meme last week about what guys that drink White Claws like and it's putting their butts on their fucking pool jets. <laughs> <laughs> Spoonie sent that to me. Not Spooner, Spoonie. Spoonie. Well, I I haven't. I said Josh drank some because he, of course, he would. I haven't really been drinking booze all that much because I I genuinely like uh, the the first three months of quarantine when shit was like really. Yeah, you were were an alcoholic. I dude, I I did a I did a bottle of kettle one a week. I was drinking a lot during the first like month of it too. When we were all doing like Facetime, I was person Facetime. I was fucked up on all those. And then the, the landlords yelling at all of us like. Steven, why is your head like that? <laughs> like it's just, Steven sucks. He stinks. Quaz isn't a valid word on Words with Friends. That I, made me laugh so... Neither was your... That's that's so stupid. What, who plays Words with Friends um, still? What the are other you day, fucking for? I, I really wanted to play Scrabble. And uh, who, we, what? We were just hanging out Friday night. We weren't Bananas doing anything. Bananas in pajamas and Scrabble. What's okay, wrong with Scrabble's you? Scrabble's fun. I'm sorry that you're not a good wordsman. But wordsman. Wordsman. Word, wordsmith. No, no, I'm saying wordsman. I know it's wordsmith. But it's not a word. No, exactly. That's that's the point. why you're bad at words. With <laughs> I'm being ironic, jerk off. I know it's wordsmith. You're not a good wordsman, just like woodsman. That's what the play on it here. Stupid. You're not a good riddle guy. Okay? I knew what you were doing. I was just <laughs> I know. pointing out that it's dumb. I, I, we are dumb, stupid. <laughs> Riddle me this. fucked. We are dumb. We are are dumb, stupid. I just saved your ass and your butt. (laughs) I literally said that the other day. And the landlord brings up we were playing some game with her college friends, like at the beginning of quarantine. Uh And I I had to do it on my phone. And she's like, make a username. So I made it Yerbert. And one of her college friends goes, who's (laughs) Herbert? All right, give me your album. Uh, My album is from a bunch of uh, New Jersey legends. All right. The Dillinger Escape Plan. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. And the album is One of Us is the Killer from 2013. This is my favorite album by them. These guys are fucking unbelievable. I I am notorious for being late to the party with stuff like this. Like with You're Bane, very punctual though. Like with Bane, I genuinely yeah, hated yeah. Bane. And then they're, then they're not a band anymore. Now I love them. Don't your escape plan isn't a band anymore. Now I love them. You know, it, all this is is just affirming Greg telling me for five years, listen to these bands. Nah, they suck, dude. And then five years after that, they're. Then you realize the truth was that you sucked at the time. Big facts, dude. Cool. Uh, Dillinger Escape Plan is so good that I once went to a festival that is headlined by Megadeth and some of the bands included. Obviously, Megadeth, Dream Theater, fucking Sepultura, and just a bunch of yeah. really fucking good bands. And the best set that whole entire day 
was fucking Dillinger's escape plan. Yeah, man. Dude, right. dude, the best part is that they're from uh, Morris Plains. So they're, they're, they're Jersey legends. Um, I'm going to send you a live set from them. All right, cool. I need you to understand cool, cool, cool. The, the live show that they put on is ridiculous. Plus, the the in this particular live set, so they played at the Golden Gods in like 2013 when this album came out. And the Golden Gods is really like the old school metalheads. You know, it's like the 80s and the 90s metal kind of like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, like, like Pantera-ish kind of metal. Well, that's that's a bad example, but anyway. So Dillinger, so Dillinger music goes that on. Troy doesn't like. Correct. <laughs> Dillinger goes on, and again, in a room full of metalheads, these guys are playing, and Greg and uh, lead singer Greg blades himself. He's bleeding on Jesus. the microphone. He's breathing fire over the drum kit, and. In a room full of metalheads, everyone's staring at these guys, looking at them like, what the fuck are, is wrong with these people? Like, these guys played in Willowbrook Mall. No shit. And shut the mall down because they had to close the mall because they practically started a riot oh, in, in the early <laughs> 2000s. Like, it sounds like noise at first, but when you listen a couple of times, you get what they're doing. Okay. Incredibly technical, incredibly sound. The uh, the lyrics are really on point. Greg is, uh, I can't I can't remember his last, but his first name is Greg. Is it Kowalski? No, <laughs> Greg Kowalski. Shut up. And is he it fucking spelled Greg. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you like that, right? But I'm telling you, dude, these guys are absolutely unbelievable. I wish they were still a live band because they were notorious for putting on the best and craziest live shows. I had an opportunity to go see them at Asbury Lanes. Hell yeah, I, I, I love Asbury Lanes. I fucking didn't go. And yeah, I'm still mad about up. it. You know, but you done goofed. Dillinger Escape Plan, one of us is the killer. If you don't like this, there's genuinely something wrong with you. Okay, you've been pretty spot on lately with the album, so I'd be, uh, especially the metal album, so I'll be surprised if I don't. And everything I've heard by them, I really liked, so hey, cool. If you feel like the old school stuff, like 43%. Yeah, yeah. Bar, bro, it's like that came out in the 90s. When they got introduced at the Golden Guys, they're like, move over, Bon Jovi, there's a new band from Jersey. And this is like 2013 when this album came out. You're like, they've been a band for 15 years already, stupid. <laughs> That's what, stupid. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be a metal guy. How do you know? Do your research, dumb fuck, just because you wear a fucking leather vest doesn't mean you're metal stupid fuck I would wear a leather vest yeah but that doesn't that doesn't mean you're like metal <laughs> but it's, it's not like you're like Olaf oh, no uh, what the fuck the landlord name? got to see the video of Lacey humping me did you <laughs> <laughs> she literally replied why <laughs> no she didn't she was establishing dominance Taylor did Gross. Taylor pooped I did um, all right so times, Taylor actually. what'd you watch this week buddy I really this is I Tenet? haven't haven't had uh, other than Tenant I really haven't had an opportunity to watch much, um, but uh, I, I I did however, cop a PlayStation Five. Yes, you did. I'm very happy you finally got yours. And I and I'm going to say this on air so it's on record. Okay, Josh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for yelling at you. Oh, okay. For getting one before me. No, that's all right. Because when I looked at what I paid. Oh, okay. I yeah, understand. and you one of the th you, in the now, bundle you it, bought it comes with a game you already bought. No, 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 Spider-Man? No, it, no I, it wasn't Spider-Man. Oh, okay, okay. It comes with 2K21. It comes with the remake of Demon Souls, which I'm fucking stoked on. Okay. And then it also comes with an extra controller, which I really don't need, but beggars can't be choosers. And on top of that, it's the disc version, which really bums me out cuz I only wanted digital. Yeah, yeah. But only disc was available. So when nah, you add everything beggars up, can't be choosers. Yeah, when it when it adds up, it makes sense. And GameStop did, did it the right way. They did it via 
as if it was a pre-order. Mm-hmm. So you pre-ordered it, you put, uh, they take your money, you put it down, boom, that's it, you got it. So my order still says in progress, it's received, it's accepted. Uh, dude, how mad would you be if like the day you're supposed to like get it, they're well, like canceled? Dude, like four hours after that, after the GameStop thing went live, everyone's tweeting that they're getting cancellation notices. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because people have been waiting online, doing all this crazy shit, like waiting yeah, yeah. for it. And when I tell you, I was in the Just oil... Open and slam it. I was in the oil truck... And I'm driving, and my buddy texts me and goes, GameStop is live. And I literally just I just went on GameStop.com, I added the cart, I paid for it, and it was like it was like I was making a regular purchase on Amazon. Like, it was fucking nothing. Easy enough. And it was, I'm just happy I got one. But yeah, I watched Tenant. I really didn't watch it. I haven't had time to watch anything Josh, else. Josh, did you watch anything else? Uh, I finished How I Met Your Mother, um, and I well, watched you... The Mandalorian, obviously, which we'll talk about. Um, fuck, I watched something else, but I don't remember, so it doesn't matter. I watched, um, what did I watch? I've been, I started, I'm still going through, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I'm taking on, se- time with that. I'm on season six. Well, uh, it was like seven seasons Eight right seasons, now? Eight, eight seasons. I'm on it, season they, six. They actually just got renewed for two more. Yeah, which it should. It's which a really I'm good, it's a, there's some parts that make me fucking cry. There's some parts where it gets a little too over the top for me, but it's not to the point where I'm like, this is bad. It just, it takes some risks, which I appreciate. Sure. But there's some episodes that fucking kill me. Um, the episode when, uh, they're investigating the dude that got killed. Um, and the CSI guy keeps making all the terrible puns, and Rosa has a different hairstyle every time. Oh, wait, are you talking about when, when they're like advisors on the TV show? No, no, I did like that episode too. No, there was a guy in his apartment that got killed, and the person was hiding in the heating vent, oh, and they yeah, only yeah. knew because they turned the AC on. <laughs> that was a really funny episode. Um, but yeah, that that's really good. Uh, I've been putting Curb Your Enthusiasm on again when I'm going to sleep, um, which it still is fucking fantastic. Um, it, it brought up really good memories when the Jets won this week, because there's an episode in the most recent season where his friend commits suicide, and he wonders if it's because of the Jets, <laughs> <laughs> which is really fucking funny. Um, I watched uh, I watched Tenant. I watched Home Alone. I haven't really watched many Christmas movies. Um, I watched two Christmas movies, and they're only and they're old ones. I watched uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. That's just a, like that's like the a original, tradition. not the shitty remake. Correct. Right? That's, I watch, that's a tradition for me, and I okay. also watch It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, I, I always watch a Christmas story on Christmas Eve. Well, like, I, that's I a mean, childhood I, tradition. I don't even say that because that's just, it's just without. It's I, on twenty four seven. We were Christmas talking Day. about it. Landlord was like, "What are we going to watch on Christmas Eve?" And I was like, "A Christmas story." She's like, I, "And I realized something. You never actively put a Christmas story on. It just ends up on, and you don't know how. But, but, just, but then you also don't turn it off. No, one hundred percent correct. But on um, on Christmas, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four comes out. Um, uh, which I'm going to watch. Actually, I watched Wonder Woman because the landlord never saw it. Wonder Woman's a really good movie. It's very good. It's a really good movie. It's, She's, the, be- it's the best DC film. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Of the DC Universe movies, yeah, yeah I'd say it's not even relatively close. Um, and there was something else I watched. Oh, dude, I watched the um, on HBO Max, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, which was pretty cool. Um, it was different this year, but I mostly wanted to see because of uh, Biggie and Nine Inch Nails getting inducted. Yeah. That was cool. I do have to watch this thing on um, Netflix. It's in its second season, but it's about the history and the origins of the most popular, the most famous songs ever. Um, and they do Nine Inch Nails Hurt on there. And the, okay. the, the origin of it, up to Johnny Cash doing it. So I really want to watch that. Also, re- real quick, speaking of Nine Inch Nails, and I gave you Dillinger this week. Yeah. One of the few bands that were in that, it, were in that scene that... 
Trent Reznor truly adored was, was Dillinger Escape Plan. I believe that. Like, like he brought him on stage to play Wish. Okay. And it's one of the most Dude, wild yeah. live shows ever. You seen. you should watch the, the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing just for the Nine Inch Nails part, so you could see the rig that this motherfucker works with. Yeah. It's literally about from the the corner all the way around, and it's all buttons and levers that he pulls to make all the noises That's he does wild. for making his scores. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check. I watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame every year, and every year I get made, Iron Maiden doesn't get in. But. They'll get in at some point, but. It should have been a long time ago. Um, so yeah, Mandalorian, of course. Um, watch that. Uh, yeah, dude, dude. It's the the finale was fucking next level. I know. Everyone keeps talking about it. It right was. Now. Do you want the spoiler? I don't give a fuck. Okay, so they're trying to say uh, Baby Yoda got kidnapped by um, Gus Fring. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, he, B- Boba Fett. Go, Boba Fett. Well, actually, Boba Fett was involved. Okay. Uh, Boba Fett helps him get there. They get on the ship with uh, Gina Carano, Mando, of course, Bo Katan, Sasha Banks, um, uh, F- Fennec uh, is her name, right? Fennec, and um, they're about to get killed by these like um, they call them Death Troopers, but they're like Iron Man robots. Okay. So there's no person in it, and they're breaking down the door, and then one single X-wing flies into the ship, and they're like, "Great, that's going to help us." And you see it, you see on the cameras start popping up. It's a guy in a black robe. And it's just a lightsaber slicing through people. It was fucking Luke. And they do a scene just like at the end of Rogue One with Darth Vader where he's just tearing through everyone, crushing them with the force. Right. And they actually got Mark Hamill with no leaks that came out. Really? And they de-aged him with the CGI. That's like, dude, like how did that not leak? Dude, it was actually I Mark fucking Hamill. popped. So when the X-Wing came in, I knew it was Luke. And I popped so fucking hard and just wrecks. And then it, it was a, an incredible finale from start to finish. You got a, a battle between Gus Fring using the dark saber and him using the fucking uh, um, what's it called um, uh, the best car that the, his armor's made of, and then of course the big thing at the end was they run through the credits and then you get an end credit scene and it's Tatooine and it's Jabba's palace. Okay, and you go in and it's fucking Bib Fortuna, the worm guy that was Jabba's assistant yeah. sitting on the throne, got Jabba size. He's fat as fuck, and Boba Fett walks in, kills him, sits on the throne, and then it says the Book of Boba Fett coming December 2021. So they, I, I knew that they were making a show, a Boba Fett. Show and I was shocked when they didn't announce it at the Disney stuff. Yeah, that's why. And it was a great way to do it. And the, it's not gonna. People were like, "Oh, that means Mandalorian's over." Nope, it's its own thing. So you definitely got to just see how they pull this off. And even the episode when Boba Fett finally shows up was unbelievable. Okay, they just uh, Tim Oliphant was fucking great on the first episode. Bill Burr's episode was fucking great. Um, the Boba Fett episode was directed by fucking Robert Rodriguez, dude. Okay, like it's it's next level. They just they nailed it. Yep. They nailed it. And um, Luke was ex- exactly what was the right thing to do in that situation. And now to see where they go from here, and I'm expecting a time jump. That's that's my guess. But yeah. they've surprised me so much now. I really don't know. Um. Have you guys heard about Nussies? What? <laughs> I saw about this. Who? So there's this thing called the Nussie. Okay. So you've seen what the COVID tests are like, right? Sure. Where it's the fucking big cotton swab that goes up your nose, a Q-tip. Apparently, people are now getting off on having that done. What? To, like, pleasure-wise. I understand. So they're calling it a <laughs> nose pussy. <laughs> people are literally going to get COVID tests just to get off on it. And That's people are trying to do it to themselves at home. That's how you fucking, like, oh, my God. That's how you fucking scrape your brain, stupid. Yeah, that's like, literally what it's doing when you get it done. That's why it's the same thing when the doctor tells you not to clean your ears with Q-tips. You're not fucking supposed I still to do, do it. it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I still do but it. Like, that, never... But, like, that's different. Like, that's going to your brain, <laughs> stupid. Colucci had to bail on a Rogue Monday because 
he broke a Q-tip in his ear <laughs> and had to go to urgent care. Is that fact? I swear to God. Why don't I remember that? I, maybe it wasn't a Rogue Monday. It was something he had to bail on because he broke a Q-tip in his ear. That's fucking I awesome. wonder if his ear hair is like his nose hair. That might be why. Too much, too much roughage he's to get through. He's foliage. <laughs> he's, he's literally hires a landscaper to clean it all up. He's had to hire fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> they do a fall cleanup on his fucking nose and ears. Yeah, dude, he needs a fucking landscaper to come in and fucking and, and trim the hedges. Um, you know what's funny? I, I was a little mad to Justin earlier because he sent something in the um, Instagram chat that is just used for sharing things now because I was going to talk about this. I don't even look at it. China is releasing a new Big Mac. Okay? Yeah, I know. You sent it to me. I did? Yes, you did. You sent it to me a a while ago, actually. I just saw it today. No. The Oreo one? Oreo and Spam? Yes, you sent that to me a while ago, dude. Will you try it? No. I would try it. I wouldn't like it. Josh, would you try it? The Oreo and Spam Big Mac? No. I, this is the thing, though. Like, when it comes to fast food, no matter how fucking gross it sounds, I'm almost always willing to try it just to say, I tried that garbage. But there's no possible way people could like that, right? No, definitely not. And, like, let me give you a perfect example, right? So, about a week ago, I'm driving home from here and I'm fucking starving, right? Okay. So I pull in the McDonald's, and the first thing I get, I, I got I got two things. I get a double cheeseburger, and I said, you know what? I haven't had one in a while. Let me see what this is all about again. And I get a McRib. Okay. Right? I take a bite of the McRib, and I throw it out the window. It's awful. It's fucking disgusting. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'd rather eat the box it comes in. Yeah, big fat. Because it's probably it's got more disgusting. barbecue sauce on it, and probably they always fucking slop on the onions and the pickles where they're, like, off it. So yeah. you'll get some pickles and onions out of eating the cardboard, too. And it tastes better. Yeah, dude. It was, it was absolutely they're, disgusting. They're but vile. Throw that... Th- throw the McRib out. Throw that fucking spam shit. Out. <laughs> the spam and Oreo. Dude, who, nobody needs who, that. Th- that's probably where the fucking COVID came from. Was a spam and Oreo like concoction. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you're only it's only coming from a country that eats you know live animals, dude. And rats first and off, shit. spam is heinous for one. It's disgusting. And then you fucking sully the good name of Oreos with fucking spam. It's offensive. I- I don't know, dude. It's just it's people needing to find something to do. That's just what it seems like. It just doesn't seems like a bunch Ch- of people. Doesn't China have enough to do? No, like not fuck really. us economically. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's just one of those things where I just think, like, I think this was China's big master plan. <laughs> Was to get everyone so depressed that they're willing to eat a spam and Oreo Big Mac? No, fo- follow me here. So what's wait, the, wait, wait, wait. What does China have to do with it? It's a Chinese Big Mac. It's from like McDonald's China, I guess, because they operate independently, even though they're one conglomerate. Right. It's China, so they can take their properties and do whatever the fuck they so want with they, them. Like, what? How are they marketing? Like, this is what Americans eat. Uh, probably they're probably making us look like real slobs, which we are. Yeah. But hold on, just one second. I need, <coughs> I need to pull this up. Are you buying another PS Five? No. Spam Oreo sandwich. McDonald's China sold a sandwich with. Spam Oreo crumbs and a mayonnaise-based sauce. <laughs> dude. Okay, as if the spam that and Oreo fucking mangin, dude. I would still try it. No. I, I wouldn't want to, but I would. Why does why does he follow Jerry News? What is this shit? I don't know. Do, do why are you still questioning the things Justin does? Because Justin's a friend and I'm and I'm just looking out for him. D- don't. Does he look out for you? Actually, yeah, he does. Not anymore. Where, where, give me, sh- show your work, asshole. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Show me. What are you talking I think, about? I think give you, me an I, example. I, I think you know. You gotta stop <laughs> doing that. You know. Um, what else did I have here? They announced Jake Paul's next fight. 
Yeah, I hope it's uh, Dylan Dan. It's not, but it's someone that's also it's someone that's a more accomplished fighter. Like like, like Woody Whoop's ass. Like you know, like, well, you know this, you know, this you know, fighter is not known for his stand up. You, you know what I would love more than before you even tell me who it is. You know what I would love more than anything that if like you know listen, go ahead and challenge Connor. You're not gonna get the fight. No, Dan already says no, it's not happening. It's, it's fucking happened. stupid, right? I want him to call out. Triple G or Canelo. <laughs> yeah, I, and and what I want is I want Canelo to just shoot up. Canelo just fought a straight. Canelo just fought a really good guy on Saturday, Caleb no, Smith. I know he wasn't even competitive. No, no, he kicked his ass. I'm, what I'm saying is, is like give Canelo a year to just train a little bit, shoot that shit in his ass, bulk up, bulk up, get up to about 250 pounds. All five foot four Canelo Alvarez, get about <laughs> 250 pounds, and just get a right cross, right to that Okay, so who do you think? Control. Who do you think he's fighting? It's a guy that is it a boxer or no, an it's MMA? A, it's fighter? an MMA, MMA fighter. Recently, it, it, re- recently retired. It's an MMA fighter. A MMA fighter. Recently retired. Not known for his striking. Okay, so that eliminates the one person I thought it was. Yeah, he's not striking. Is his weak point. Striking is his weak yeah. point? Ooh. What's what was his weight division in the UFC? 170. It was a welterweight too? Yeah. Oh god. Um uh I can give you another hint. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is okay. He retired recently? Uh yes, within the last year and a half. Okay, so it's not Matt Hughes. No. No, Matt Hughes is brain damaged. He's not doing anything. But that's all the more reason for him to fight. <laughs> no. he, 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 he would he never could, get cleared because, by anyone. Because he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. No, stupid. it's not Matt Hughes. It's recently retired. Recently retired. Recently ranked in his weight class. Ranked in his weight class. Um, Why am I drawing a blank? Or do you want another hint? Yes. He is on the receiving end of maybe the biggest knockout within, in UFC, within the last, like, let's say, five years in the UFC. Like the most, uh, the the fastest knockout in UFC history. He gonna, was on the receiving end of it. I'm gonna get very mad when you tell. You me are. Who it is. You're gonna be really pissed. Because mm, you like this guy too. Do I? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, He's known for his wrestling. Is he fighting Chris Weidman? No, no, retired. Chris Weidman is fighting in like two weeks. I thought Chris Weidman retired. No, Chris Weidman's fighting Uriah Hall in a few weeks. Um, Ew. Uh, it's Why? a rematch. Um, so, okay, I'll give you another hint. Okay. He has really goofy hair. Really goofy Like, I'm kind of like Afro-ish. Clay Guido wasn't a 170. No, he was 155 and 145. That was close. Ben Askren's stupid. No, he's not. Ben Askren on March 28th. No, he's not. And then apparently Dylan Danis, like, shortly thereafter. No, he's not. Yeah, Ben Askren is there. He's the, fighting Ben Askren? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Ben Askren must really need the money, huh? No, he doesn't. Ben Askren's fucking loaded. I, I know. Ben Askren wants to hurt him. I think Ben Askren might shoot on him. <laughs> I'm not even love, kidding. I would love nothing. He more. just shoots a double leg and just slams him. No, because you know why? Because I mean, here, because what I think what would happen? Because listen, we could. Jake is just a troll. That's all he is. But he's he's a halfway competent amateur boxer. Sure, sure. He's right? got boxing skill, no doubt. But, you know, I, I think that if things were to get bad, I think uh, if I'm Ben Askren, I just do like an oblique kick right to the top of his knee. I don't even know if Ben Askren has that striking I competency. Don't think, I don't think so either. I've, I've seen the dude strike. He can't. But he has trained it quite a bit with high-level guys. So it's at least a dude that knows can take a punch. Um, he's only been knocked out by, you know, uh, the craziest Jorge fucking Masvidal. flying knee, knee ever yeah. and took Robbie Lawler's best shots and didn't even really look that stunned. Um, I, don't, I mean... I'm not paying for it. I'm not paying for any Jake Paul fight. I I I, I refuse. Yeah. I mean, he did the the Conor McGregor video is one thing. Then he's throwing shit at Dylan Dennis, and then Nate Diaz is coming out.
Like you do that shit to like someone like me, I'll fucking kill you. Well, it was. Also- Na- I would love if Nate Diaz was. I'll box him. Nate was- Diaz would fucking kill him, dude. It was also bitch shit. Like he pulls up on the interview, and it was all Brandon Chobb was there. Yeah. Too. So he pulls up on the interview. He's like, "You're fucking bitch, pussy." And he's throwing and then shit he at him. R- and then rides away at sixty miles per hour. When fucking Dylan, first of all, Dylan Dennis is a real motherfucker. So yeah. when he goes at him, and then he drives away, that's bitch shit, dude. Man. Yeah. And you also, it, you might beat Dylan Dennis in a boxing match. Let that motherfucker get you on the street. He's gonna have you tied up and fuck like a fucking pretzel, dude. dude. It, it wouldn't even be close. Fucking clown show. Like, what, what I so you know what's funny too is like how within the last within the last month how Logan is the more respectable Paul brother. Honestly, I know because, because and I use use respect very loosely. Well, no, because I, I look at it just from like with the more recent stuff that's coming up. So like the biggest thing would obviously now that Jake is fighting Ben Askren, and Logan signed to fight Floyd. Floyd oh my god! But here's the thing. J- like, like Logan's fighting because he actually wants to fight, and he's only listen. Say what you want. He's only getting paid five hundred grand because he wants to fight the best in the world, and he has an opportunity. Sure, you know what I mean. So, I, I there's a little bit of respect there, and you know, Logan's not really talking shit from what I from what no, I see. No, no, I he hasn't. I would agree with that point. What are um, you watching? Uh, I put the Nets game on my phone. Oh, um, the debut. Cares. I care. Dude, you cared all about the NBA a couple months ago. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a newfound Miami Heat fan. Why? And because you also thought you were getting the, the fucking Greek freak, and that was never going to happen. I No, I, I never thought I yes, was. Yes, you did. You honest. said he was going to the Heat. You, I, was, I, I remember said, having a conversation it, with you. It was, I said it was a very good opportunity. I said it was a very good chance. And now going. you guys are going to get James. The, the heat are, you're not even going to say your guys. You're not a Heat fan. You like the Heat right now. I like the And then heat you'll be on to someone else because you like the NBA. You don't love it. So I have no problem with you. You pick different teams yes. every so often. That's fine. No, but I, I, genuinely, I, I genuinely like the Heat because I, I won a lot of money on the Heat in the playoffs last year. And then when they start losing your money, you'll hate them. But I haven't but I haven't <laughs> lost money on it. I'm excited because the Nets have a really fun team. I love KD. Um, I love that they didn't break up their fucking core. Uh, I'm hyped about it. I'm really excited to see how it works. Um, I'm skeptical, obviously, because you never know where Kyrie's going to go. But the fact that Kevin Durant's genuinely his best friend. It's not just some like bullshit right. because they're on the same team. They're genuinely best friends. I think it'll work. And I think Steve Nash is the right guy to do that. Even though he hasn't coached before. Steve Kerr never coached before. Goes to the fucking Warriors and look what he does. Yeah, well. Look, Fell into a very similar situation. Yeah, but like, like look at the draft picks. He, he didn't draft. Oh, no, of course. But that's the thing. That's the thing. NBA coaches are so overrated as far as their coaching. It's it's personality massaging and ego massaging. That's, that's all it is. Just look at Phil Jackson, dude. Phil Jackson. And look at Doc Pat, Rivers, Pat Riley, Pat Riley, that they know how to handle these egos. And Steve Nash, dude, Eric, maybe, dude, Eric Spolstra with the Heat, he's one of the best at it. He didn't get enough credit for what he did with those Heat teams. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you watch the Heat all last year, he's you a, see what a great fucking coach. Well, he Spolstra got the best really out of Jimmy Butler for now. Jimmy Butler will blow a gasket again. That's what he does, yeah. uh, guaranteed. But I'm hyped to watch the Nets. I really want to see Joe Harris in action with them. The fact that you have you're gonna have him and Kevin Durant on the same floor, and that you think you could just guard the perimeter on Joe Harris. When Kevin Durant said there, Joe Harris, who had one of the best three-point shooting seasons ever last year, off the bench nonetheless, and you got fucking Karis LeVert and Jarrett Allen, it's a really, really good lineup. Yeah. Um, and Spencer Dimwitty is the backup. It's just going to come down to health, of course, absolutely. And the fact that it's not a full season helps them even more. It feels weird just because the NBA season ended literally eight weeks ago. Yeah. But the Lakers are going to win it all again. Are uh, you guys excited, excited about getting your second stimulus? <laughs> I don't need it. No, I don't need it either. But, but, I'll, but I'll take it. But well, it is such a joke when you look at what the unemployment rate is still like. $900 billion, right? $600 going to every American, which means $187 billion of that goes to Americans, and the rest are going to other countries, corporations, Wall Street, 
and Americans get that. It, it's a it literally in the they they, they sign they get this five thousand page bill right on page five thousand and ninety. There is a whole bill about the reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. What and our involvement with it. Okay, we're given like ninety million dollars to um, Pakistani gender studies. Okay, um, money for new museums and libraries. Museums, yeah. You said museums. Museums, museums, whatever you want to yeah, say. But you said like museums, like like it was like. I'm gonna say museums. Yam, like the fucking. Yeah, potato. it happens. You are a potato. Tomato. No. Potato. My brain is potato. House of Pfeffer Corporation. <laughs> Shamil. Shamazel. Foss and Pfeffer Corporation. We're going to do it. Um, yeah, so I, it's just crazy. You know, this long they've gone without it. And then it's like, oh, here's $600. So they've given Americans $1,800 with the unemployment rate the way it is. And they're going to wonder why the economy continues to fucking shit the bed. Dude, my fucking, uh, my management company for my apartment complex literally called me two months ago. And they were like, you know, like you're paying your rent, right? I go, yeah, of course. I'm sending the check. They're like, you know, you don't have to, right? Oh, because they froze your rent. Well, well, no, they didn't freeze it. They said, that, like, they said to everybody in my complex, they're like, you don't have to pay it, but you'll have to pay it eventually. Yeah, no, I'm just going to pay it if I can. So I'm like, I haven't missed a day of work, thank God. So I just, I kept paying it. And, like, they called me. They said, they're like, well, are you, like, on unemployment? I go, no, I've been working. I've been working. I've been working this whole time. And they're like, wait, really? I go, yeah. And I go, listen, do me a favor. When my, when my, when, uh, when my lease comes up, just fucking, just tell me when and I'll sign yeah, I want to stay here. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, yeah, you paid through a pandemic. Most people don't pay normally, so we'll, we'll gladly keep you." It's except it, for the one noise complaint. Oh well, that happens to all of us. Um, the other thing that's in that bill is um, they're putting a lot of money into stopping illegal streaming. Go ahead. Uh, like, I just are there more important things than I'm that? I'm actually okay with that. Well, it's the for bill. profit um, illegal streaming, not like what I'm doing right now. Illegal streaming. I'm not. People aren't paying me to do Correct. this. They're talking well, about going after those kind of people. Well, so that that's something I don't mind because like sometimes you'll see people like Facebook Live stream something. Yeah. And, but then like you have to donate like a dollar. Yeah. There, there was this girl that we went to high school with during the fucking Tyson Jones fight. Mind you, this girl killed a man. She was fucking selling the streams for ten bucks. To Payer and I fucking reported it because I'm a bitter cunt. Yeah. Bitch, you killed a man. Yeah. You literally killed a man. I, I she got so mad at me when she posted a video like two years ago. She posted a video that of her driving and her recording it. I, I wrote on it. I was like, didn't you like kill a guy for driving recklessly? She deletes my comment. I would just delete me from Facebook at that point. <laughs> yeah, well, I, like, I'm the guy that's gonna bring it up that you killed a man, Avery Meyer. Fuck you. I don't care. That's fine. No, that's like you fine. killed a dude because you were banging him while he was married with kids. That blood's on your soul for the rest of your life. Fuck well, you. I have some, I have a similar story when I would say like rogue things on uh, on Facebook to people. Yeah. Like uh, so when I got my when I got my uh, my tonsillectomy done. Okay, when you thought you were going to die. Yes. That was, okay. that was the other time I thought I was going to die. And Josh kept making fun of me because I was high-pitched for like three weeks. Yeah. Because literally, because like the first time I said something, I said, I was like, oh, hey, Josh, what's up? And he goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> we like went Peter that, Brady. Yeah. So like I... I was like, you know, I didn't die, so everything's fine. So I just had zero filter, as, as bad as I've ever had it. Okay. And there was this kid in high school... Who disappeared the last month of school, our senior year, and no one knew. Carl Jackowitz. <laughs> I, I didn't even know who that was. <laughs> but until, now you do. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so this kid name was James Leva. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and he disappeared. And no one knew what the fuck happened. And then, like, six months after we all graduated, like, a story starts circulating around Facebook that, like, he committed arson. <laughs> because apparently, like, he, he tried to burn down his girlfriend's house or something in Newark. I burned down a house by accident. So, 
So his Facebook is delete, like it's like deactivated or whatever. And then like a couple of years later, it pops up, and I was friends with him, so it just immediately adds him back to my friends list. So he posts a status about something, and I literally I just couldn't help myself. I comment and I go, yeah. Leva, what the hell happened to you after high school? <laughs> and he didn't and he didn't comment. And then a bunch of people were like, you know, you know what happened. Like, why did you ask him a silly they question? They said like you that? know. Right. <laughs> it's like, why would you ask a silly question like that? And then literally the person right behind me after that goes, Yeah, J- uh, yeah, James, how was jail? <laughs> how was I've been to and, prison. And and then but then but then the kid puts you out and he deleted the comment. Yeah, I mean, listen, I brought up you killing a man, of course you're gonna delete it. I think like, the, the other time you killed a dude. The other girl. time too, like like there was there was this kid in high school. This kid that I went to high school with, his name was Travis. The most irrelevant person. Travis is a very irrelevant name. And here's the thing: he was a nice kid. You know, he, he didn't start no shit. He's a very, he's a very but good fuck dude. Him. He's on the EMT squad. Like he, he's genuinely a good dude. <sighs> but like for some reason, I just put a Facebook status. I put Travis and his last name. I said Travis, <laughs> fuck you, Travis person. What an irrelevant person. And literally, just everyone starts commenting on it and goes, "What the fuck are you talking?" It would have been funny if like you wrote that and they're like, "He died." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's but, what people were saying about me in high school for a while. That you died. Well, because so my junior, my sophomore. Year of high school, I hit helmet to helmet with a senior and then practice <laughs> like wieners. And I got knocked no, and I, <laughs> and I got knocked out cold. Right? Okay, and I woke up on a stretcher in an ambulance on my way to the hospital, and I, I wasn't in school for like two days because they thought I broke my neck. So the, a rumor started circulating around school. It's like, hey, what happened to Micah? Oh, he died. <laughs> And people bought it. I'm and then like, people were disappointed. Yeah, and then people were like, "Well, like they ha- we have his phone number. We've talked to him." He goes, "No, that like that's somebody else. That's not him. Like he definitely died, dude." Yeah, like it was just it was fucking stupid. And ask, ask Justin about that. I will about Taylor that. dying. Um, Which time, uh, Josh? You're not gonna have a Cadillac in a few years. What? Is that uh, them? Well, no, it's pretty simple. Apple is coming out with a car in 2024, the iCar. No, I won't switch. Oh, oh shut up! Shit. You're gonna switch. You're gonna thousand percent gonna switch, yeah, dude, 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 dude. Stop. You're going to. No, You're 100% going listen, all right. To. Listen, when it comes to cars, I care a little bit more about like no, cars don't. than I do technology. That's not true. We'll at all. see. We'll see. Wait, let's wait to see what the car looks like and what's in it. You will have an Apple car within the decade. No, I don't care about the technology. It, okay, my car is fucking 465 horsepower. If it can't match that, I'm not getting it. So well, okay. It, so here's the thing, Josh. So when the speed limit says 60 for Josh, that means 90. That's true. In a pothole filled Route Three. No, and then, no, they, they've they filled in a lot of the potholes. Dude, it's fine. It, the winter just I started. Haven't had, I haven't had a change of tire in over a year. The winter just started. The, the winter just started. They plowed once. Wait until the spring. I'm telling you. Wait until the and, spring. Uh, dude, we're in agreement. He's getting an Apple car. Thousand percent. He's going to get an Apple car. Thousand percent. We'll, we'll see. When they fucking announce that it comes with the fucking the new Beats headphones <laughs> and an iPad and the fucking sc- and the fucking dash it attaches. No, dude, like, no, honestly, when it comes to cars, I don't need any of that. Are you going to sit there and honestly tell me that you're going to be sitting in an Apple car and you're going to be like, Hey Siri, and the whole fucking's gonna come over the whole stereo. Yeah, and you're, you're gonna be, and you're not gonna be like, you don't oh, get, dude, the, you I don't get the benefit of the doubt on this one. No, that's fine. I don't care, but I'm, just, I'm telling you guys, you're gonna be disappointed in what you think about. We're and you're gonna be disappointed anyway. when we're right. You no, just I won't. We're di- we're he's getting an Apple car. Thousand percent getting Apple car. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Um, let's see what I have next before don't we go to football. Don't sit there and tell me you wouldn't love the fucking Apple badge on the back of that fucking car. <laughs> no, I do. He'll put care. all his Apple boxes on the back like, of dude, it. I don't know what I need to say. Like, it's a fucking totally different thing when you're talking about cars. But you haven't seen the car yet. And I tell you this, it's going to probably be an electric car, which I'm not fucking into. But what if by I then? Will, I will not. No, listen, I, I it's will not, not. It's not probably. It's definitely going to be electric. I dude, will not get an electric car until all cars are electric. And then I you'll get an Apple car. It. 
And then you'll get an Apple car. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. No see, no, see, that that was that was <laughs> more believable. He's already thinking about it. He's like, what if it does go that fast? <laughs> no, and what listen, if they release a gas-powered it, it, one? Listen, Josh, I understand, and I get it. We're kind of giving you shit, but I'm, I guarantee you when it's announced, there's going to be that voice in the back of your head that's going to be like, what am I driving that just once? <laughs> What am I trying it? You're going to go for a test drive of it at the bare minimum. No, I probably fucking won't. I, th- I think you will. Yeah, honestly. I think so too. Um, all right. The last thing I have before we go to football is there is a big casting announcement announced this week. Um, a, a casting announcement announced this week? Stupid. A big casting announcement this week. I, I, listen, I don't even have to say that. You're just doing it to yourself. They're making a Ronald Reagan movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Who's playing Ronald? Dennis Quaid. Okay. Ugh. And Frank Sinatra is going to be in the movie. He's dead. But the character, the person, is Frank, Frank Sinatra well, being played by. Phrase it take a guess on who's going to play Old Blue Eyes. Uh, somebody who doesn't have blue eyes. Is it? Yeah, somebody who doesn't have blue eyes. Um, is uh, fuck. Wait, what was I going to say? De Niro? No. Like, okay, so like, like what? So is it like prime? Sinatra? I think it's supposed to be like go through different eras of of Reagan's career and life, so you could get young Sinatra, older Sinatra. I figured the Sinatra parts would be when he was the actor. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're gonna play young Sinatra, it should be Riz Ahmed. Okay. <laughs> if, you, okay. if you get like middle age, like I did it Let's my go middle, way. We'll, say it's, we'll just break even here. It's middle age Sinatra. Then that's easy, uh, Mahershala Ali. Okay. And then if it's old, so you're Sinatra, going with the social justice angle. If 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 you go with old Sinatra, then it's Morgan Freeman. It's Shad Khan. Okay, Shad Khan. All right, you know who it is. I told you. I don't remember. Scott Stapp will be playing Ronald oh, yeah, Reagan, yeah, playing yeah, Frank yeah. Sinatra. Scott Stapp, the lead singer of Creed. <laughs> Scott Stapp is playing who may be the most iconic singer short of Elvis Presley of all time. He's singing my way. <laughs> Can you make it my way? <laughs> Dude, I hope he just breaks out into Creed doing Sinatra. <laughs> oh, God. It's so That's, fucking uh, stupid. I, I had to save that for last before we get into football. I had other things written here. Tom Cruise went nuts, but apparently a lot of people in the Scientology community think it was a PR stunt to make him look good. No. Because they don't believe... Well, here's the thing. The Scientologist community, uh, community does not believe that COVID's a real thing because they don't believe in any form of medicine or virus. They think any sickness you get, including cancer... AIDS is something that you do to, well, AIDS you do to yourself, but cancer and things like that is something you do to yourself. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's something you leaked out, but he sounded crazy on that fucking thing. I that I heard that this like a minute after you guys left last week and I was crying. I it just it just sounded like a boss yelling at his employees, yeah, to be honest with you. Like so Bill it's the same thing. So Jim and Sam said the same thing. Fuck that fucking pussy that recorded him. Yeah. Ooh, your boss yelled at you. Wah, yeah. I mean and he, he didn't say anything wrong there. Um next thing I have I, here. He did sound kind of pretentious when he was like, "Yeah, of course he did." The future is fucking industry. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom, it's Mission Impossible, dude. It still it's doesn't. Fine. It's still, it still doesn't come close to the Christian Bale rant on the set of Terminator Salvation. So I, I was listening to like on set. Rants, oh, good for you. And, 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 and one of my favorite ones is actually it's a fake one. It's Michael Sarah. That's a good one. But it's it, it, it's fake. It, it's a work, but yeah. it's still fucking hilarious. And there's one. I think there's one of Jonah Hill. Yes. On on a, I forget what movie it was. I think it was on like the set of I want to say like this is the end or something. Yeah. Like him 
and Seth got into it. Yeah, which and, they're friends, which makes sense. But it's like it's weird because like you see those guys, you think he probably know, dumped a glass of water on him while he was showering. But it, well, that was that was it wasn't a glass, <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was a, a pitcher. pitcher. But no, my so my favorite thing about that is like when they're you know, when they're doing this at the end, you know, it's like uh, who's the hardest actor to work with? Every single person said Jonah. Well, Jonah's a perfectionist, man, which I respect about him. Yeah. Um, the other things I have here that we're not really going to dive into: Clarice Starling series is coming to CBS. It's supposed to take place a year after Silence of the Lambs. Okay, looks kind of cool, but they aren't aren't allowed to have on the show or even mention the name Hannibal Lecter on it. The is only that thing for a copyright. Yes, CBS okay. only because the Hannibal series that the, the fantastic Hannibal series, by the way, um, Mads Mikkelsen plays Hannibal in that. It's unbelievable. Okay, um, they. NBC still owns the rights to that, so they can only use characters that were developed in the book Silence of the Lambs, and Hannibal was developed in the Red Dragon book, okay. so can't do that, um, and there is some serious backlash due to the HBO Max announcement of um, them bringing all the movies to streaming. Uh, they're going to lose Patty Jenkins as the director of Wonder Woman. Um, they're already um, mo most likely pulling Dune back from going right to streaming because he said, uh, we had an agreement that this is going to be a franchise, and you're ruining that if you do this, um, so there's a good chance there has to be a middle ground like release in the theater 30 days later put it on streaming I think that's a good middle ground yeah. or give people the option to rent it at home right. I think that's like they did with Mulan and shit like that give people the option I think that's the best bet um, because you're not going to do three month releases of movies before they're on streaming especially with the rise in piracy all right. So, are you going to the NFL now? Yeah. Just real quick before we go to NFL, um, you know, it came out this week that uh, I'm not a big fan of his comedy, but I'm a big fan of his writing, and uh, he is a genuinely funny guy. Uh, John Mulaney checked in the rehab this week. Yeah, cocaine um, and alcohol. With, right, and uh, you know, the outpouring of support for Mulaney has really been really nice to see. Uh, obviously, genuinely all, respected comedian in the community. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of his stand-up, but he is a funny guy. He's like, he's a fantastic writer. He wrote a lot of good sketches on SNL. Yeah, and, and really, really poor seasons. To be honest, yes, with for you. sure. But uh, you know, Mulaney and Nick Kroll together to me is like Kobe and Shaq in comedy. Yeah, they're brilliant. Those guys are fucking great. Um, so I just wish John, I, I, I want John Mulaney to, uh, for a speedy recovery because uh, you know it takes a big man for especially someone to, that so much of his comedy is based around his recovery and his sobriety right. and that he you know he just noticed that he had a problem and he didn't it wasn't forced on him and he took care of it and um, you know I can say that as someone that I I watch one I watched two of his standup specials and I giggled a couple times. It's not my style of stand-up, yeah. but a funny guy, a good guy. My favorite thing he ever did was when he played himself on Crashing, and he was just a dickhead, which was really funny. So all the best to John Mulaney. Big facts. Um, so before we go do our picks, um, a big um, rest in peace to the NFL great Kevin Green, who died suddenly yesterday at the age of 58, uh, third all-time in sacks in the NFL, Hall of Famer, won a ring as a coach with the Packers in 2011. Uh, don't know how he died yet. Um, still very sad. He was a coach's recently is two years ago uh, Jets linebackers coach and then Adam Gaze fired him um, so um, a shout out to Kevin Green one of my favorite mutt cards to use is Kevin Green as a pass rusher all time great pass rusher um, so before we do our picks I also want to play a little contender pretender not sure so I'm going to name a team you tell me legit Super Bowl contender and uh, or a pretender and uh, not sure so we're going to leave the Chiefs out of it because I think we believe that they are the cream of the crop of without question okay let's start out Oh yeah. Let's shut up. Let's let's start out. Um let's go Green Bay Packers. Contender. Contender. Not sure. I go contender just because it Compared to last year, they were very fugazi, and they still got to the NFC title game. I still think if they make to the, if they make the Super Bowl, they still can't keep up with Kansas City. But 
Green Bay has shown me enough toughness in late games and even down and sometimes where they have enough fight where I think they can come back. And, they, you know, Aaron Rodgers playing the best ball of his career. Yeah, it's the best season of his career. There's only been, like I said last week, only two quarter, one quarterback ever has had uh, seasons of 40 touchdowns and five or less interceptions, and he's done it three times now, yes. um, which is pretty fucking wild. Um, uh, the reason I've, I'm not sure is because I still think they're a little soft. And I, I like a lot of the pieces on there, but when they've played better competition, You've seen them struggle, so that's what I really want to see. Um, I think from the NFC, they're closer to contender than anything else. So we'll go to another NFC team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pretender. Taylor? The Buccaneers, pretender. Pretender for sure. Um, they're they're a mess. Uh, I, I, don't, I mean, listen, it's, it's hard to say what you're going to get out of Brady in the postseason. Uh, you never know when that dude could just turn on a switch, as you saw again on Sunday. Um, so hard to say, but they don't look like a cohesive unit offensively to me at all. Um, let's go stay in the NFC South. The Saints. Uh, contender. Pretender. I'm, I want to say contender, but I'm going to say pretender because I think that Drew Brees is a compromised quarterback. Yes. Um, it, that's a legit defense, but with the loss of Michael Thomas, that can help hide the warts of Drew Brees failing. Drew Brees looks a lot right now like Peyton did in his last season. He, he, the physicality isn't there anymore, which I'll shift to another team where a quarterback that I believe is on that Peyton Manning last season route, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The last undefeated team in the league, contender or pretender? Pretender. I'm going to say not sure. I'm going to say full-on pretender because they they cannot run the ball. At all. Remotely. And it's not even a lack of running backs. It's a lack of offensive push on the line. Well, Benny Snell played pretty well against Cincinnati, but you got to remember, since that is not that good of a defense. No, I mean, and your defense at yours, your top, you, the, the, you had the best defense in the league coming in the game, the, the number one scoring defense, and you gave up 27 points yeah. to the fucking Bengals with Ryan Finley. I think they, who were, played, I think they were just looking past the Bengals. I, I, I honestly, it comes off, and I was saying even before they lost a couple weeks ago for the first time that they're kind of like playing with fire right here. They looked like a soft... I mean, 11-0 is 11-0. You know, you are what your record says you are, but when you watch them, they didn't impress you like teams that went this deep undefeated or even like the Chiefs who only lost one game. At no point did I think the Steelers were better than the Chiefs. Yeah, not once. No, not once. Um, let's go to the Buffalo Bills. Contender or pretender? Thousand percent contender. 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 Dude, Josh Allen is the real fucking deal. Yeah, they played Denver. Yeah, I get it. And they fucking blew him out. But Do you think I think he's just, a. Pro- I think that he's so benefited by a guy like Stefan Diggs. I, I I think it's because Diggs think, is. I've been Diggs was good with a bum like Kirk Cousins, and then you see a guy who's more physically gifted and a better quarterback. I think Diggs helps a lot, but I think Josh Allen has taken a very big step forward. Sure, sure. I think it. Well, he's gradually improved, but I just think that you know takes it to another level. I, I, but like with the game last week and the way he's played the last couple weeks. He's at minimum in the conversation for MVP. He's probably a distant third because the, the one and two are there, and there's probably some other guys that are up there. I mean, um, Derrick Henry, how is he not in the conversation? How is Brian Tannehill not in the conversation? So we'll go to the Titans. Contender, pretender. Contender. Not sure. I'm going to say pretender because that defense sucks, and it's really soft, but they have an offensive system that can win in the playoffs because if they can keep the opposing quarterback on the sideline, but the statistics over the last 24 starts when Tannehill took over also coincides when Derrick Henry fucking unleashed suddenly, but he has more passing touchdowns than uh, Patrick Mahomes in that time, same amount of interceptions, a higher quarterback rating. He has about 1,000 less yards because it's fucking Patrick Mahomes. He's been the best quarterback in the NFL over the last 24 starts, and he should also be in the MVP conversation, without question. 31 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, protects the football, can run it. Um, All right, I'll go my team, Miami Dolphins. 
I'm saying for this year, pretender. Pretender. Defensively contender. The defense can play. It's a playoff defense. The rest has a lot of work, but I, I'm comfortable I just, saying pretender. I just think Tua needs a little more time. Yeah, he definitely needs, and he needs more weapons. I mean, that that's just what it comes down to. I mean, he, he played a game he, with. You need a real running game. You need a real running game, but you need wide receivers besides Devontae Parker because you don't have them. You ha- and you you didn't have any of them on Friday or on, on Sunday, and you, yeah. you still put up 22 points. You played really well. Um, th- uh, Xavier Howard should be the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Uh, especially after what Aaron Donald. No showed against the Jets at all. Uh, I love Aaron Donald, but it needs to be said that he does not play the run as well as he should. A player his caliber. He grades out every season slightly above average against the run and often slightly below average against the run. He's still he's still a game record. Oh, he's still you know the I best mean? defensive player in the league. I'm not arguing well, that. He's he's arguably one of the best defensive tackles ever played. He's already game. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's already facts, a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So let me think of other um, playoff teams. Okay, Rams. Pretender. Pretender. Yeah, pretender. I'm going to call the Seahawks pretenders. Yes, that was I'm not. Yes, so... Pete Carroll was actually asked about their playoff prospects recently. And, you know, he said, hey, listen, I think that the everyone needs to recognize that we are odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. As long as, you know, the USPS doesn't lose any mail-in points. <laughs> mail-in points? Shut up. You're <laughs> and, really digging and, now. And, and, I know. I'm and, so happy the season's over. He literally so goes before. I had to come up with one. I went to Trump's Twitter. <laughs> And that, you should you should just went to parlor, but yeah, then uh, it's true. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but well, go to that Twitter account that just post parlor screenshots. That's go, really good. Let's go to the parlor Reddit. It's fucking. Oh, amazing. dude, it's. But anyway, so just real quick to say uh, say something different, real quick. Uh, so that kid from Florida, the basketball player, uh, Keontae that almost Johnson, died. Yeah, he got. So so it was diagnosed with heart inflammation that has been associated with COVID nineteen. Wow. This kid is 20 years old. Huh. And he's a prime and athlete. Did he? Did they ever now? I don't remember hearing about him through all this that he had COVID nineteen at any point. I didn't know who he was before this happened, but I feel like when that happened, people were like he had COVID two months ago. And Miles Garrett's been playing. He had like a coughing fit after the game. They just had people are like, "Oh, it's a hoax. It has a survival rate." But we don't know about that kind of shit yet. That's a fucking twenty two year old prime athlete. It's like, like horrible, yeah, scary. It's, it, it's especially because like it was uh, almost a Hank Gather situation. Yeah, yeah. He collapsed on the fucking court. That was terrible. Wild. All right, so last week, it's so fucking bizarre. Again, we all went 12-4. and four. Um, So, the, still, Josh is in first, 140-65-1. and one. Fuck the Cardinals, I'm in man. second, 138-67-1. And, and Taylor's in third at 135-70-1. Um, two weeks here to make it up. It's really anyone's ballgame. I mean, Taylor, you're only five games behind Josh. Dude, like, and you're only two games behind me. So, let me put it, let me put it like this. Right? At this point last year, you were like 11 behind me. Dude, I it was... And like I, seven behind Josh. I, I was at 111 wins. Yeah. And by week by week sixteen, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. The be- best season, and I'm still losing. <laughs> All right, so story of my fucking life. Let's get into it. Um, we got multiple games. We have a game on Friday, which yeah. is pretty cool. It's gonna be on Amazon Prime only, Prime and Twitch. So Kalucci's right there. Uh, you can watch his fucking eighteen year old gaming girls and the football game at the same time. You oh, fucking pedo. Oh, am I gonna play Fortnite and watch the NFL game, dude? Yeah, I'm uh, surprised you didn't watch the the Nickelodeon broadcast. He probably loser. Don't. Oh, they're doing that, right? That's actually yeah. kind of cool. I kind of. Is it? I think if I was like that young, it, it, it's a good idea if oh, you're doing it there. Oh, shut the! F- I'm I not, actually kind of like the Muppets being on the game last night. If they, I listen, love the Muppets. If that's my son or my daughter, and they seriously want to watch the football game on Nickelodeon, no, you're watching it <laughs> okay. regular on ABC. That, that's fair. That's fair. You're gonna get fucking Jim. What, okay, but what if you're a kid whose parents don't like sports, and you happen to be flipping through Nickelodeon, and that's your introduction to like NFL football? That's cool. That's if, where if, I think if, the if, avenue's cool. If it's organic, but if not, no, you're gonna no, suffer. If, if my kid, like the rest of the fucking NFL fans. Yeah, if it's my kid, I don't even know who's fucking doing, Joe. 
Buck. I like Joe Buck. I, I Joe Buck yeah, is not as bad Joe as people Buck like to with say. Joe Buck no, with no inflection in his voice. Derek well, Jeter hits a, his third grand slam of the game. That's how baseball. Uh, that's how a national baseball broadcaster should be, though. That's how a national. His dad is the best there's ever been. This broadcast is brought to you by Entenmann's Cookies. Nothing says loving Dude, like something from uh, the oven. I I am a. Uh, Joe Buck Truther, he is one of the best national broadcasters in sports. He Joe Troy Aikman's pissed me off more the last couple years than Joe Buck has. Manning throws. Tyree caught. That's he it. has more inflection in his voice. Dude, go to the fucking game when uh, Stefan Diggs caught that pass against know, the Saints. No, I know, dude. I actually really like Buck. No, actually, I, when he calls the Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah, dude, great. here's the thing. Like, I, 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 I just stole a Jay Moore I, I think I, I like Buck because of how people... The biggest reason people out here hate him is because, oh, he hates he hates New York. He hates the Yankees. I'm That's sorry he wasn't sucking Aaron Judge's dick every time. Oh, sorry, Aaron Judge wasn't playing that game. He was hurt again. Um, but you don't hate Joe Buck, and you're a Yankees fan, right? Mm-hmm. He's so, fine. So uh, now, before we go into the picks, I, I had... We we had a uh, heated debate in one of my group chats about running backs in the NFL. And Justin, okay. and Justin makes the best point, and it makes a lot of sense. Especially because he has his Yeah, Justin with, and I are like steadfast on the running back belief. Well, I, I, I've this year specifically, I've since really you sided shoot, with you guys because yeah. it makes a lot of sense. And we were having this with this conversation with a bunch of, of other friends of ours, and we were talking about you know someone like a Saquon Barkley, sure, as opposed to a, a Philip Lindsay or a, a Miles Wayne Sanders, Gallman. Wayne Gallman, Miles Sanders, all these other guys that aren't paid, and they're like. Well, at the time, look at it, 2018, the Giants didn't need a running back. They had a lot of other holes to fill. And if you think about it, there was so, there's, a, there's seven other all pros in, that, in the top 15 of that could draft. Could have taken Josh Allen. Could have, could have taken any of those guys, right? But instead you went with Saquon Barkley because you drafted uh, uh, Daniel Jones the year before. Correct. And all my point was was that Saquon Barkley is very close to having the injury-prone um, label on him because he missed this whole season. He was banged up all last season. So, honestly, so does Daniel Jones. He Daniel. missed games last year. And what I'm saying is, is that, and this is what I explained to my buddy Marcus, was that, you know, if you look at it by value, real value, Philip Lindsay is ten times more valuable to Denver than Saquon is to one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Because if you just look at salary base, yeah, for what, sure. Production. What Saquon has one thousand yard rushing season, right? M- maybe I don't even know if he, he has finished. One. No, he, his rookie year he did, and last year he just got over it despite missing games. So he's two one thousand yard seasons, but he's missed games in that time. And okay. he also, when you look at his game, he is a home runner. He's an all or nothing running back, Correct. and like that's why I said like yeah, he, Wayne Gallman isn't nearly as explosive, but he pass protects well. He takes those two, three yards runs. I'll take that any day of the week over the guy trying to hit a home run every time. And this is my argument, because then you have someone undrafted like Philip Lindsay, first undrafted player to rush for a 1,000 yards in his first two seasons in his career. Yeah. And be existentially more valuable to his team. Than Dude, look Saquon what uh, the right Dolphins now. running back this week. The um, Salvin Ahmed. Yeah, he uh, first Dolphins running back in like uh, ever to rush for a thousand y- or hundred yards in his rookie ga- in his rookie season. That's fucking great. And that that's with no name running backs. Miles Gaskin was a seventh round pick. Yeah. Nick Chubb was what round? Second. Well, he was a second round pick. Still, he was, he was thirty three. That's good value on a running back well, second round. Derrick Henry was a second round. Dude, draft I pick. mean, when you look at the the running backs in the league. And you look at the guys that get paid. There's very few that end up being worth the contract that they get when they get paid. Now, Derrick Henry right now is great. But guys like him, once they lose a little bit of burst, they're done. Well, he, They're here, done. Derrick Henry might, again, 
that's only time will tell. It might be the exception to that. He role could be. He could because be. to be that. I thought big, Zeke would be. And look, listen, he Derrick Henry's taken a fucking beating the yeah. last two years. But to be a guy that he's built for that, dude. So, look at Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I know he took a year off, but he's got nothing left. He's no, he's he's okay. <laughs> he's it's got, just he's not the feature guy. And that's well, now he's game. now he is. And that, that that's well now he okay because Edward Tiller, who was he was the first running back taken in this draft, and it was pick thirty two. Yeah, right. And you look at the running backs the Patriots used through the years. They took a running back in the first round, and he's been he had one really good year, and then they fucked him up. There and was Sony Michelle. Th- there was yeah, exactly. There was a, a a time period of like six or seven years where it was always Corey. Where Dillon, was Aaron Kevin Jones? Fall. Where was Aaron Jones drafted? He's he fucking was undrafted, fit, and he's going to get paid this offseason and probably buy Miami, which a lot of money. I don't necessarily want, but they need a running game and they have money to spend. Four years, forty million, ten million a year. That's fair. Well, they're going to they're so devalued, and this is why I've always been against it. The, the Vikings are going to regret when they pay Dalvin Cook. It, it's just how it goes. Especially because Dalvin Cook is the only thing on that offense. Dude, I mean, look at the Rams. With fucking, look at the Rams with Todd Gurley. They regretted it a year later. I know there's injury differences there. There's very few running backs that they last more than six years. One of the most recent exceptions to the rule was LaShawn McCoy, yes. who has a borderline Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Matt Forte, very similar. But it's not worth that value in draft capital unless you're like, where the Chiefs took him made sense because they just won a Super Bowl yeah, and they needed the back, so it made sense. But um, I, I, I think it's kind of obvious at this point. Yeah. You just don't have to do it. Yeah. All right, let's get into the picks. The Friday night game, the Minnesota Vikings coming off the loss to the Chicago Bears, who are suddenly on the rise, at the New Orleans Saints, coming off the loss to the Chiefs, where their defense played fantastic, all things considered. I saw a crazy stat about Mahomes. He's faced nine top five defenses in his career at the time they played. He's 9-0, and and has thrown two interceptions in those games. Ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, the Saints are seven-point favorites at home. Josh, you're in the lead. Your pick. Saints. Taylor, you first. Uh, yeah, Saints. I The Vikings are crumbling. Justin Jefferson is pulling the LSU wide receiver thing where he's yelling at his quarterback. I, I would I would yell too. I, I agree that it's one of the – but when you're a rookie, I that's that Odell Beckham territory where he started doing that. Yeah, but it's not nearly as big as Odell Beckham. I think also because, because – I just don't trust LSU wide receivers. Also because we're in New York. Sure, and, and sure. New York is the biggest you know, Yeah, everything's market, under so the microscope. It was, it was blown up. So, but I, I think the Vikings fine. are crumbling. So I'm taking the Saints without question. Yeah, give me the Saints. Yeah, I wrote down it before you even said it. I want to take the fucking Vikings, but I can't. Uh, the next game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Bucks coming off the win over the Falcons. <laughs> Josh, um, another Tom Brady comeback against Atlanta. Yeah. Um, the Lions coming off the loss where uh, Stafford wasn't even supposed to play, playing with fucking torn rib cartilage, which is more painful than a broken rib. Um, made that wild no-look. Pa- touchdown pass. No one talks about no it. No one talks Pat about Mahomes. it. Of oh, course God. not. The, uh, the, the, the billion, half a billion dollar quarterback throws a no-look pass for seven yards. Let's suck his dick for three years. But Matt Stafford's been doing it on a shit franchise for the last 15 fucking years, and no one gives a shit. You wasted arguably a Hall of Fame quarterback his entire fucking career. Yeah. You wasted the best wide receiver that we've ever seen outside of Randy Moss. Wasted his career. Maybe the best running back ever. Maybe the best running back ever. <laughs> you wasted the only the only competent quarterback you've had in your entire fucking franchise. And he's only had 10 wins against teams with 500 records in and his you, career. But like, you draft Eric Ebron, he stinks. He leaves, he gets better. Yeah. You, draft DeAndre, you draft DeAndre Swift, he looks great. He's going to stink in two fucking years. You know why? Or be on another because team. Because AP played fucking great this year too for being 37 fucking years old. Yep. The Detroit Lions are a fucking joke. joke but... They've played a lot better since Patricia. For sure, for sure. Got, got the fucking So, boot. Josh, who are you going to take in this one? Uh, who's the favorite? Bucks, nine points Bucks. over the Lions. Taylor? 
I can go before you if you want. Since I'm ahead of you, and you got to play catch up with me. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> sure. All right, you're taking the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next game on uh, Saturday is three Saturday games. Is the San Francisco 49ers coming off the loss to the Cowboys at the Arizona Cardinals? Um, the Cardinals coming off the win over. I hate the Who would they beat again? I'm forget. I'm drawing a blank. E. A-G- oh, the Eagles, uh, yeah. E-S. Where literally, right after you said Kyler stinks, he went off. Yeah, they threw for four hundred. Yeah, four hundred yards. Uh, he is so much fun to watch because you know, it's so up and down. But you know, it is you know what's fun. Funny? When I, when I texted that and there was no response, and then it started going off, I was like, <laughs> I was both waiting for both, both of them are laughing at me. Right yeah, now. I was. I was. I was certainly. Uh, the Cardinals are four and a half point favorites at home. Nick Mullins is now out with the elbow surgery, um, and uh, Josh, uh, Cardinals. I'm also going to take the Cardinals. 49ers, the injury bug has finally caught them. Um, they Jacob's got nothing. Fine. Injury bug caught them all season. What do you mean? But they were playing well, okay. but now that's what I mean. Like, it's catching up to them. It's hard to believe that Nick Bosa's been out all season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, And me, Eric Armstead. Uh, well, give me the Cardinals because whoever I pick, they're going to lose. This so. is when Kyler's going to stink, watch. I can't wait. Uh, the next game, the Cleveland Browns coming off the win over the Giants. Baker's playing so well recently. Um, at the New York Jets coming off the win over the Rams. The Browns are nine and a half point favorites on the road. Josh. Obviously, I'm taking the Browns. Give me the Browns. Yeah, I'm also right. I was going to say. It, this isn't fun. Yeah. Uh, the next game, um, uh, the New York football Giants. Uh, the first game uh, that I really questioned the coach of Joe Judge. I do not understand not taking the points on that first drive and then when you decide to go for it, you do a fucking stupid trick play with your punter throwing to your fucking center. At the Baltimore Ravens, uh, coming off the win over the Jaguars, they're starting to click on all cylinders. The Ravens are 10.5 point favorites at home. Josh? Ravens. I'm also taking the Ravens. This Giants have lost sucks. it. And how did fucking Eric Ebron become a Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl's a joke regardless, but Eric Ebron stinks. No, Eric Ebron's played very well. He has one touchdown. The fucking tight end on the Not Packers has 10. You're all right. I get it. I'm saying overall career, he's been he's, had a but, pretty good career. But he's for Again, talking draft capital, where he's been drafted, he has yeah, been disappointed. I know. It was like a top 15 pick. Yeah. You know. um, so, him. yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. Do I have? Do I really have to say it? Giants. No. <laughs> I guess you do have to say it. Uh, next game. Um, oh, sorry. I went ahead here. The other Saturday night game is the Miami Dolphins at the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the Raiders, it sounds like Mariota's starting. Um, don't really know. Carr, we don't really know what's up with his injuries, but they're so bad, the Raiders. I, I kind of love it. Gruden, the coach, is a lot like Bill O'Brien where the Gruden, the personnel guy, hurts him because his drafting is horrific on the defensive side of the ball. Um, the Dolphins are two and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, since it's my team, I'll, you know, Dolphins, their defense is going to, it doesn't matter. I'd rather face Carr than Mariota, as weird as that sounds, yeah. um, because the scrambling quarterback has hurt the Dolphins more than the standard drop back passer. But I, I think the, the Dolphins' defense is not the Chargers' defense where they let Mariota kind of play pretty well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. Yeah. All right. Next game. Um, you know, this should be an interesting game, but with the way the Steelers have looked, I'm not sure. The Indianapolis Colts playing really, really good football at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Believe it or not, the Steelers are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home as of right oh, now. Um, Josh? Uh, I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Colts. Um, the Steelers look like they're really uh, – Spinning their wheels in the mud. Uh, I I just I don't like anything about them right now. It's hard besides T.J. Watt. It's hard for me to believe that they lose four straight, but against a defense like that and the way Ben played last night against the fucking Bengals. Yeah, 
It could be a bounce back game, but but he looks washed. Yeah, it's bad. He's thrown into triple coverage, getting Eric Ebron hurt and shit. Yeah, like dumb. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals coming off the win over the Steelers at the Houston Texans. The Texans coming off a goal line loss to the fucking Colts. They played the Colts tw- tough twice this season. Yeah, they did. Um, and Deshaun Watson, any other year, is having an MVP caliber season. He's playing great. Second in the R- league in passing, fourth in touchdowns, having a really good year, but just no help around him. Um, the t- <laughs> despite that, the Texans are nine point favorites at home. Uh, Josh. Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Bengals at Texans. Texans oh, are Texans, Texans. Texans. Uh, I'm also taking the Texans. So we all have the same. Sucks. We're gl- grid ro- gridlock so far. Uh, the next game, which is going to be big in the Tank for Trevor Bowl, the Chicago Bears suddenly back in the playoff hunt at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars coming off the loss to the Ravens. The Bears coming off the win over the Vikings. The Viking. Uh, the Bears are seven and a half point favorites on the road. Josh. Uh, uh sorry. Bears. Bears. And Jaguars. Jaguars. Bears. Okay. Bears. Yeah, Bears also. This sucks. Because <laughs> I just don't trust any of these games. Um, next game, the <laughs> I'm, I'm not even Josh. I don't need you for this one. The Atlanta Falcons at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are 11 point favorites at home. Um, we're all taking the Chiefs, right? Yes. All right. All right. This is where you could th- start getting a little creative, Taylor. The Carolina Panthers at the Washington football team. Don't know who's playing quarterback for Washington. They're coming off the loss to the Seahawks. The Panthers coming off the loss to the Packers where they had a chance, but Matt Rule's coaching really didn't help them, nor did Teddy Bridgewater fumbling. Um, and I think they're going to move on from Teddy in the offseason. The football team is two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Dwayne Haskins is in some hot water again because he went to a strip club. Uh, massless, fucking dummy, second time this season. Um, I wanted to believe in Dwayne Haskins, but he is so immature. He is not ready for this moment. Yeah. Um, Josh, who are you taking? Panthers football team. Panthers. Okay. Uh, I'm also taking the Panthers. Um, I, I'm not comfortably, mind you. I They had a chance against the Packers. They actually held their offense in check pretty well. Uh-huh. Um, I think some of that might have to do with uh, Matt LaFleur's coaching. I didn't like a lot of it. He, I thought he took the pe- gas off the pe- foot off the pedal when he, when he could have kept going, and then they started playing prevent defense for some reason. The football team, I just the defense is really good, but I don't like the offense, and Carolina has played tough enough where I think they're going to overcome and beat Washington. He gave me the football team. All right, there you go. All right, next game. Uh, your team, Taylor, the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers coming off the win over the Raiders. Your team coming off the loss to the Bills. Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, go for it. Or do you want me to go first since you really have to catch up to me? Yes. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers. Um, it's This is a game where I almost thought about taking the Broncos because I don't, I, I don't like Vic Fangio that much as a head coach, but I like him significantly more than I do Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn loves to lose and loves to be the reason his team loses, but I just the, the offense on the Chargers is good enough to overcome, so um, give me the Chargers. And Josh? Chargers. As bad as I want to take the Broncos, I can't in good faith because Keenan Allen does one thing. He is twice he, a year. is he playing though? Well, this will be the game where he plays. Is what you're saying? He's gonna play and goes off. And he, well, twice a year he just takes the Broncos and out, bu- out, 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 out to the woodshed and just puts a bolt between the fucking dome. And just he, that's what he does. He well, does that was like last year. week. Everyone was all pumped. Catches what pass. Don't sit me. Doesn't play the rest of the game. Yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> uh, so. But I'm going to take a chance here because it is a division game. Shit can go wild. Uh, Give me Denver. Oh, you just said you were taking the Chargers. No, I said I want to take Denver. Oh, okay. All right, so you're taking. I probably phrased it. Yeah, I think you actually did say as much as I want to take Denver. Yes, I did actually. Um, 
All right, so next game, another one, two-point spread. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles coming off the loss to the Cardinals. The Cowboys coming off the win over the Bengals. The Eagles are two-point favorites on the road. Josh? Mm, I've been liking the Cowboys lately, but I don't know. Hurts playing well. Hurts playing very well. Both teams stink. Let's be real. Uh, I'll take the Eagles. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Eagles. Um, I, I'm not confident about that at all because Hertz is. I love watching Hertz throw the ball, but you see it with a lot of these guys that play like him when they come on the scene. Once the book is out, you on a little bit, they can slow you down and chip away. And the Cowboys have been playing better football over the last four weeks, um, but their defense is so bad. I don't expect them to sl- uh, expect them to slow down Jalen Hurts. And now Doug Peterson suddenly wants to be an offensive genius again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, give me the Eagles. Give me the Cowboys. Okay. There you go. Uh, next game, the Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams coming off the loss to the Jets. The Seahawks coming off the win over the Washington football team. The Seahawks are two-point favorites at home. Josh. Seahawks. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I, as much as I think they're pretenders, they even when they were bad, they always played the Seahawks really, really well. Uh, they played them well earlier this season. I think the, if they had beaten the Jets, this is where one I'd probably take the Seahawks. But coming off a loss that is embarrassing, yeah. 17 and a half point favorites and you fucking lose. And not at any point did I think you were going to win that game either. Yeah. Um, so give me the Rams. Give me the Rams as well. Okay. And uh, the next game is the Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers. The Titans coming off the win over the... I'm forgetting. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, at the Green Bay Packers, they were coming off the win over the Panthers on Saturday night. The Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Josh? Packers. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans. I, I I brought up the the fact before that I think the Packers are a little soft, and... Derrick Henry and the way the Titans play offense is specifically what I'm talking about. I think this is the kind of game, and I like where the Titans are going. It reminds me a little bit of where they got into the playoffs last season. Um, I still don't like their defense, and the way Aaron Rodgers is playing makes me very worried, but if I need to catch up with Josh, this is the game to do it. Give me the Titans. Uh, Give me the pack. Go pack, go. Okay. The next game, the Monday night game, the Buffalo Bills clinching their first AFC East championship, and I think uh, 23 years. 1995. 19, 1995. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, at the New England Patriots, who were eliminated from the playoffs for the first time since 2008. And last time that happened also was because of the Miami Dolphins. Very happy about that. It's it's thrilling, honestly, when a team like... When the Chiefs dynasty is over for you, and the Broncos are the team to do it, you're going to love the feeling. Because you haven't had a real dynasty in your division. You guys are kind of flip-flop. Chargers had some good seasons. Well, Denver would be the only real the dynasty. The closest where... Honestly, Honestly, it's like, and I can't even call the Chiefs a dynasty yet, but yeah. you have that quarterback that you know is going to be a pain in your ass. When that day comes and the Broncos are hopefully the team to overcome them, it's a wonderful feeling. What do you think about it? We, we, 2008 was the last time. We took away home field advantage from the Patriots in week 17 last year in, at Gillette Stadium, wow. and that's what caused them to lose most likely. Yeah. And then to eliminate them was a really nice feeling. The Bills are six-and-a-half-point okay. favorites on the road. Um, we're all taking the Bills, right? Yeah. Cam Newton has a, has a chance. Unless he goes off in these last two weeks, to be the 
first quarterback in NFL history with 300 attempts or more that have more rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns. That's and that's crazy when you think about how long the league's been around when quarterbacks didn't throw as much. Yeah, right. Um, so we're all taking the Bills. And all right, we got a chance here to separate some room. Either Josh gains his lead dramatically, um, or I gain a lead on you, or you catch up. So we have all the games the same for a while, and then they start to split up. So should be interesting. All right, guys. This is episode 133 of You Watch, I Listen. Hope everyone has a great Christmas. Next week, we will be doing our top 10 movies and top 10 albums in 100 episodes of Taylor as the co-host of You Watch, I Listen, which means we don't have to talk about any of the albums Ralph gave me. Thank God. Um, so we will see you guys next week. Have a great Christmas, everyone. I don't give a shit either way. Fuck them. <laughs> Good choice.